everybody to the we geek podcast today is february 11th man the time has fly flown <laughs> episode 184 my name is adam and as always joined by my good friend logan hello man how you been uh you know same old same old oh yeah busy 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 yep, yep been yep, trying to here. trying to catch up on all the oscar movies i haven't seen i'm down to it's just like three or four i think that i didn't see for best picture this year Ah, um, so I've been trying to catch up on them. I got through half of Parasite, and my eyes got tired because subtitles. And it's yeah, like, all right. Well, I'll come back to this. It's fascinating. It's absolutely. I get it. I don't want to know anything about it because I heard the more you know, don't know about it, the better. Absolutely. I'm just saying it deserved it. Everything it won, absolutely well deserved. Cool. Awesome. Awesome, yeah, it's awesome, on awesome. like I mean, it's on like Google Play and Amazon to rent or buy Sweet. or whatever. Do it. I'm serious. It's it's like two hours in a bit. Um, God damn, it's so good. Ugh. Yeah, I saw it's on Amazon, so that's probably that's where I usually get uh, my rentals and whatnot. So yeah, for sure, for sure. Yeah, and you gotta watch. You can't watch that like in the middle of the night either, though. No, you need like I that that was my problem was. I like. I mean, I waited till the next day and everything because it was like I had to get home from work and then yeah. watch the you know, Oscars. It was like three in the morning. I was like, no, I'm not watching these. I can't. Like, I can't start anything tonight. I got to go to bed. Yeah. But there's Sweet. there's a difference to me with like I usually watch things with subtitles just kind of because I'm used to it now. Ah, yeah. But a movie that you have to have subtitles on, mm-hmm. it's like it's 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 exhausting to me. I guess. Yeah. Um, so I was like, I gotta take a break. I want to go back and watch. I think I got like halfway, maybe. Um, so I need to go back and yeah. watch the the last half. But it, oh, it's so good. I think it's easier when it's like the closest I could ever get to that. It's like what anime. Yeah. So like, uh, the, it's easier because it's usually in twenty minute chunks. Uh, Dragon Ball Z or something like that. Um, but there's some killer. There's some killer foreign movies out there. Yeah. Um. So absolutely, yeah. Uh, that that's one that's right there on my list. Uh absolutely want to see so i'm probably gonna see this weekend uh but yeah dude i'm I'm pretty excited yeah no Um, absolutely worth it for sure cool cool i've been busy with warcraft so i've had no life nice Uh, (laughs) the stereotype is so true it's and that's i man i just i needed that oh man my friend gave me just a little bit of wiggle room to get back in because usually like i'll dip my toes in and i'm like okay uh this is cool but man, I have – and I talked about it last time we spoke. Uh, I am just – I am getting my corrupted gear, and I, I will save you the oh, – someone's trying to call me. I have everything on mute, but of course through Facebook. <laughs> when someone tries <laughs> to call you, it lights up. Um, but uh, but yeah, no, it, I, I, I'll save the details of what I'm doing, but it's a lot. Uh, it's basically like a second job, <laughs> it feels like, but – it's a lot of fun. I can't stress that enough that I'm I'm having a blast playing with my friend. And, man, I don't know what it is about games that have just a, a check mark 
or, you know, a whole box with check marks, and it's like, okay, I need to do this. I have a goal, got to set it out in the game, got to do it. Games with goals, I just, I absolutely, like, clear, precise goals. I right. can't get enough of. Yeah, fair enough. Um, yeah, so I've, I've been having a lot of fun with that. Uh, but, um, yeah, no, I feel like I have my PlayStation now to, like, talk to people, like, talk to <laughs> friends. I use it as, like, a almost like a group chat. Like, they'll be playing Path of Exile or Smite or uh, Destiny. But I'm like, nah, I'm going to jump in Warcraft. <laughs> like, I feel like I've checked all the boxes off in those games. <laughs> I know people still play Smite. Yeah, dude, it's huge. Yeah, fair For enough. some reason, a lot of my friends love it. Uh, they're constantly updating it. It's got a season pass like everything else. Um, uh, yeah, dude, I, I, <laughs> I don't know. It's crazy. <laughs> yeah, you know, more power but, too. Yep, been having fun with that. So, yeah, man. So, it's been a fun couple weeks. Um, but yeah, nothing really. I haven't really played anything else. I've been looking at Control. That's thirty dollars now. I think on PlayStation. Oh, nice. Okay. Yeah. Um, oh, and I think the Division Two is like three dollars now on PlayStation. Yeah, it's not entirely surprising. Yeah. It's unfortunate, yep. but not surprising. Right. Right. Um, but I mean, three dollars is enough to be like, okay, I'll put that in my library. <laughs> yeah. Right. Basically. Yeah. 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 Um, but yeah, man. So I don't know. That that's that's been my couple weeks. I haven't really, uh, I've really done much else. Um, what do, what do the movies look like? Uh, box office this past week was disheartening for DC. Uh, Birds of Prey pulled in about thirty three million and change. Not at all what they were expecting. They were aiming for fifty fifty five at least. Um, this was the worst opening for a DC uh, for the, one of the DCEU films which is tragic because damn was it fun yeah it yeah here's a, one of the best it is a crazy fun really enjoyable movie it's just off the rails like this is nuts it's exactly what you want you go into this and you think okay it's Harley Quinn so it's going to be crazy yes it's Black Mask so it's going to be fairly brutal Yes, like it's 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 arguably one of the best DC movies. You know what I think of when I see that trailer? What? I just think of the it just it's in your face, flamboyant cocaine, just like a crazy fun time. If that makes sense? Yeah. No, you're not wrong. Um, that's the idea I get from it. Like from start to beginning, or I'm start from beginning. Jesus, from start to end of that trailer is just like. Go, 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 go. Just like, just constant, like, like in your face. Uh, we're going to have a wild time. Uh, that I, I, I got to see that in the theater. Um, that's, that's on my list to see. Just, just like how I needed to see 1917 in the theater. I got to see that one. Yeah. Cause it just, it just looks fun. It looks like a fun time. It, like that, that's how it comes off of the trailer. It looks like they're just having a blast. Yeah. It's a ride. It's absolutely a ride. Yeah, I saw that the guy who did the choreography for John Wick did this as well. So, like, uh, is that is that did you notice that in the movie? I can now that you said I I wasn't aware of that, but now that you say that, thinking back on it, I can see that. Yeah, yeah, they were saying the fight scenes were like inventive and like fresh. Yes, very, very much so. Which is awesome. That's what you want from that. I mean, that's what you want from 
like a punch in the face kind of movie. And it, I, like I said, I kind of even saw that in the trailer where they're like they're hitting coke bags and baseball bats and like doing all sorts of weird stuff. Yeah, uh, it's <laughs> it's it looks insane. Uh, and and Ewan McGregor, it, that, that just <laughs> looks wild. Um, I don't know. It, it, the DC also does a good job in the trailers of syncing up the music to what's going on in the screen. I don't know if it plays off like that in the movie, but it, it does everything. pretty well. the the sa- The soundtrack and the soundtrack choices are just fantastic. Oh, I love it! Whatever that song that has the Sinatra, they like sample Sinatra in it. Yeah, it's really good. It's so good. I I, I like it. Um, but anyway. I've only seen the trailer. I got to see the movie. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's no, it's 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 a ride. It's and it's fantastic. Like I really really enjoyed it. Cool, um, cool. But that's good. Not bringing in the money for him, unfortunately. Um, and there was there were reports that they changed the name of it to Harley Quinn: Birds of Prey. What that's ha- what I saw. What happened was it's been changed at it like it. Warner Brothers didn't officially change the name. Uh, what happened was it was changed in the uh, ticketing systems, I guess, to make it easier to locate for people who were just coming and saying, hey, I want to see that Harley Quinn movie. Mm-hmm. Um, because in the systems, it shows up Birds of Prey. Right. Because uh, that's how, you know, movie titles work. You start with the first word. Who knew? But right. I don't know. I guess people were coming in saying, hey, I want to see that Harley Quinn movie. And that was confusing. I, I'm not sure. I don't know why it was changed. I don't know what the logic was behind it. But... I mean, to me personally, I think Birds of Prey is a better title. It's not as fun as the other one, but I imagine it's way more appealing to the general audience going there. And plus, it's a cool, like, it's BOP. Like, it's a cool a little acronym yeah. uh, for it. And I like that. But I imagine that's a lot easier to for, like, Oh hey, let's go see Harley Quinn and the Birds of Prey. Like that's very easy off your tongue. The other title, I could see that maybe turning some people off that are not like I don't know, the like, general audience if that makes sense. Yeah, cuz I mean it it's, you know, it is a it is the Harley Quinn movie. It's right. it's not really so much a Birds of Prey movie. It's it's a Harley Quinn movie that right. includes some other people. Right, right, right. And I hear they're great. The cast oh. is tremendous. Like there's yeah. there's not a bad performance in that film at all. Awesome. Awesome, awesome, awesome. It's a shame. Yeah, it's it's crazy to think like and maybe this is just a problem with the Warner Brother DC movies, is that over time people were just like, Oh, we've been burned out by the the first big goes of this. That the ones that where they actually turn it around, it's a shame that people aren't going out to see them, even though from what I understand from people, from fans, from critics, from you, of course, uh, these are much better movies, um, especially this one. This one I haven't seen, but like it's I, I you know, things like Shazam and it's crazy. There's like Shazam, Aquaman. Uh, this are just heavily favored over something like if you would have said 20 years ago that those would have been better movies than a Batman versus Superman or a Justice League. People would have called you crazy, right? Yeah. Yeah, they absolutely would have. They would have been like, well, that's odd. I would think that it would be the other way around for popularity. But yeah, no, I, I haven't heard a single bad thing about this bird, the Harley Quinn movie, Birds of Prey. Um, and uh, I, that's insane. <laughs> that's crazy. Um, but yeah, man, I, I definitely want to see it. Yeah, 
No, it's 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 absolutely it's it's fun. It's just pure unadulterated fun. It's so yeah. good. And the I'll tell you what, by the time you get to the end, you're going to think, okay, well, you know, this is this has been a movie. That's really cool. And then they do one last thing with it where you they because you feel like they kind of written themselves into a corner at mm-hmm. one point and then they get out of it and you just kind of sit there and go, okay, so that happened. <laughs> it's, <laughs> okay. It's oh, it's intense. I, lo- I loved it. I really did. It was great. Yeah. Does it do, – don't spoil it, but does it like – do we see a sequel to this? Do, do they hint at a bigger world that they're going to dive into or want to? It, just because it takes place in Gotham, I mean, I think that itself, gotcha. there, there is not, I'll say this, there is not, I don't think, if I remember right, like a direct, like there's going to be a sequel. It's mm-hmm. more of like a, hey, this was a thing, but there's obviously, there could be more of this thing. Like there's, there, there's no... Right. Do we know if Margaret Robbie is going to be in the Suicide Squad movie, the one coming out with the James um, Gunn one? I don't. James Gunn? I don't know. I don't think so. And I think that's probably for the best to just let her, let let the Suicide Squad stand on its own, and just kind of be separate from this. I don't think she's in. She's in that one. Gotcha. Okay. Wait. Hold on. I was looking at the list. It does look like she is in it. Really? Is she in it or is she producing it? Suicide Squad 2 set video and photos reveal Harley Quinn's new look. Okay. Fair enough. And this was February 11th, 2020. Oh, that's today. That's today. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So she is in it. Okay. Fair enough. Yeah. Okay. She she was announced for it. That's what I was curious about because – how does that work with the other one? It it I'm, doesn't it it basically never happened. That, that's what I hope. Yeah, I mean, I've, I've been saying this the whole time, and don't spoil this if I'm right. But I've always hoped that like the other one was like in her head or something. <laughs> like it, like they could easily just write it away that Harley Quinn is crazy, and you can't trust a uh, the narrator. Um, and don't even hint, I don't want to know, but that's what I hope going into this one is that they mess with it enough to make you question what's real and what's not. And, and I think that would be such an easy way to be like, well, did that really happen? Or was there some truth to it? Or I don't know. I think that would be neat. There's, they do a lot of, it's it, like I said, it is a fun movie. I can't wait. I'm and definitely going to be seeing you, it. You and McGregor is amazing because he he was definitely given the direction of be a comic book villain. Yes. And it's oh he cho- like I mean I've never seen his jaw must hurt how much he chews the scenery. <laughs> yeah. But, oh, but yeah. But in exactly the right way. Mm-hmm. It's perfect. He is he is over the top and ridiculous and it's so so good. That's good. Awesome. Awesome awesome awesome. I can't wait. But, yeah, I'll be checking that out for sure this week, I think. Yeah. Um, defin- I've got some time, so. Definitely, definitely there. worth it. Um, yeah. But uh, Bad Boys held strong, number two, another 12 million. Uh, 1917, 9 million. Doolittle, Doolittle, 6.5 million. Just keeps chugging along. Uh, and again, you know, and of course, Jumanji, 5.5. Jumanji's going to be here forever. Um, it's, it'll, it'll break 300 this week. I'm not sure where it's at internationally. It's probably, mm. I, just off the top of my head, I'd say, I'd say seven or eight 
it may be barreling towards a billion. I haven't kept tabs, mm. but just I mean, this this damn thing just keeps making money. Yeah, and it's oh, never yeah. going to leave. The last one never left. We had the last one for six months. Six months we had. Uh, Welcome to the jungle in theaters. Right, six, six but twenty-four actual honest-to-god weeks. I was stunned. Like it had been out on digital. It it outlasted. Damn. Did it pay you guys rent? <laughs> here's the shit, right? Here's here's what was what was crazy about that. Jumanji came out, and then we had it for a while, and then of course it came out on digital and Blu-ray. We still had it. Peter Rabbit came out. It was out for like a month, six weeks. Then we still had Jumanji. And because Peter Rabbit is also a Sony movie, it mm. we wound up like a week where we double featured. We had an actual double feature of Peter Rabbit and Jumanji. And that print of Jumanji had like the little uh, outtake reel, had a little blooper reel on the end of it during the credits, which was fantastic. After wow. that week, we lost Peter Rabbit. It went away because it was getting ready to come out on digital. And we kept Jumanji. <laughs> <laughs> wow. That was how that went down. <laughs> and I just I and I feel like that's going to happen again because we've got another Peter Rabbit coming out and I'm just I swear to god as soon as I start seeing a double feature with Jumanji and Peter Rabbit again, I'm just I'm going to lose it. Wow. We've had this movie for months and we're going to keep having it. Wow. Although we still had Knives Out and Knives Out was Thanksgiving. Oh, that's I crazy! Uh, yeah, I'm pretty sure we still. That's have out it. on digital now. Yeah, oh, so is Frozen. We we still have Frozen. Wow. I, I always think of like uh, a, like not the regular theater, but like a dollar theater or something. When I think of movies out at the same time, right? They're out on yeah, digital. second run theaters. Yeah. Oh, I didn't even think about that. Oh yeah, no, we 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 still have Frozen. We I'm and I'm telling you, and I said this. I said this with Lion King. I was like, we're going to have Lion King until we get Maleficent. Lion King was July. Maleficent was October. And some of the people at work were just like, yeah, nah, okay, whatever. That's too long. We kept we kept Lion King right up until Maleficent. And I'm telling you, we are going to keep Frozen up until we get uh, maybe onward. It might go when we get onward uh, beginning of March because I, I don't think it'll stay until Mulan. Mm-hmm. But I so I, I'm telling you, I still think we're gonna have it another. What is that like three weeks? Yeah, it's it's insane. Yeah, yeah, I guess it is a couple weeks to that. Damn, 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 yeah. damn. We still have knives out. We still have. Oof. We still have frozen. We we got we got uncut gems back, which I which I was thankful for because then we got a chance to see it. Uncut mm-hmm. gems is really good. Yeah, it's intense and it's kind of weird, but it's. So I hear, I hear it's got a ton of anxiety. Yes, yes. Anxiety, the movie. I hear very much so, and seeing it with, seeing it with someone who who, who I let explain what was going on, in terms of of the the cultural aspect of everything, they they made it a point to say the, these characters are intentionally very. A hyper kind of stereotypically Jewish. It's intentional oh, that wow. way. And uh, so I was, I, cause I at one point had to just kind of turn and look and say, is it just me or is, is this like really ratcheted up? And he would, he told me, he was like, yes, but you can see the intent behind it. 
Right. It's, it's not like how some characters are written as stereotypes just as kind of like a lazy way of portraying a character. It's very right. intentional. And and it is. It's intense. It's a very intense movie. Yeah, but you gotta check it out. It's also, it's also very good. The best Adam Sandler movie, you would say? Yeah, the best Adam Sandler movie for a long, long time, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that's no, cool. like no kidding. He's He is really good in it. Yeah. That's good. Yeah, I definitely want to check it out. Yeah. But, you know, what else? What else? What else? What else? Where are we? Oh, next week. Oh, yes. Valentine's weekend. Uh, oh, the business we're going to have that I'm not there for. Uh, this, this Sonic, week, man, right? Sonic. So- Sonic, Fantasy Island, The Photograph, and Downhill, which the TV trailer makes Downhill look like it might be funny. The full trailer lets you know it will not be funny. Downhill movie. Yeah. Oh, yeah, I hear that's going to be bad. It's It looks bad. It really does. Yeah. And Which is unfortunate, because I really like Julie Louis-Dreyfus, and I, I want to like Will Ferrell, because sometimes he does things that surprise me. This is not one of them. Yeah, no. This is just... I haven't liked Will Ferrell for a very long time. I, I love, you know... I mean, uh... I, Man, I think like old school was peak Will Ferrell. I loved. I thought that was great. That was awesome. And then it just kind of, it was like they're trying to recapture that every movie after that. Right, but I mean the problem with that is that I mean that was, you know, old school was what two thousand and th- old school. Holy sh- okay, old school was two thousand and three. That's my point. Is yeah. that, that's what I'm saying? Is that like that was his peak right. Will Ferrell, where it was like. Oh my God, this is hilarious to a lot of people, right? I mean, he rubs people the wrong way, no matter what. But that, where I think where it was like at, he was at his best, and then it was like I felt like was it Todd Phillips? I guess I feel like they've been trying to recapture that, and they, they got close with like uh, Hangover kind of movies, right? Right. With and... with Zach Galifianakis. Oh my God, that was Todd Phillips. Holy hell, look how far he's come. Yeah, Jeez. yeah. I feel like I feel like they they reinvigorated it with Hangover. Yeah. And then they did Hangover Two and Hangover Three, and it was like, okay, we've had enough. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, 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 uh, yeah. It's crazy. Yeah, see how far he's come with the Joker and everything. It's insane. God, what was his old school? Wasn't his first movie certainly. What the hell was his first? Now, see, like uh, now I've got to look. Like what was his first movie? He did a Star Is Born. I what? think the the old school is the first one I remember of his. That may have been like his first big movie. Yeah. Because that's nuts. I know he did. Um... He did Borat. Oh, he did Borat? He, I don't think he directed it, but I think he was a screenwriter on it. Borat, that's a genius. I think he, I think he wrote... All right. Uh, his first movie was Road Trip in 2000. Oh, wow. Yeah. That one. Hey. <laughs> well, I mean, a lot of people like Road Trip. I, they're welcome to it. I, I think Road Trip is a better movie. That's Scotty fair. doesn't know that's such, <laughs> such a good song. So what, what, he's, what he's directed, Road Trip, Old School... Starsky and Hutch, School for Scoundrels, The Hangover, Due Date, Hangover 2, Hangover 3, War Dogs, and Joker. He was a producer on A Star is Born. He was a story writer on Borat. It makes sense. Writing on Road Trip is definitely probably what gave him old school. And then it it makes sense that journey. Uh, 
And Borat, I mean, I know a lot of people don't like Sasha Baron Cohen, but I saw an interview with him and Jim Carrey and like a few other comedians, and like, and they they said some things in the interview, and I was like, that's right, like that kind of humor is like lightning in a bottle. He can't he can't unfortunately do that again because now he's famous, everyone knows his face. They tried a little bit with the with the Showtime show. Oh, Dolly G. No, 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 no. That was that HBO. The, yeah, that the, was the HBO. recent, the one about America, where like he he goes in undercover as somebody else, and like he gets famous like politicians to do crazy shit. Have you seen this? Like he almost gets OJ to admit he did murder on t- on on tape. No. Oh my God! You haven't seen you haven't seen his show? No, I haven't. He get he gets like the one uh he gets that one Republican uh, congressman to do a uh, a uh, NRA video where it's about um uh, how to put a uh, how to put like how to put bullets in a gun and it's all puppets and stuff and they're like singing about it I and guess, like he, I think I remember that but I never like I I mean it's Sasha Baron basically his whole gimmick is he gets people to on camera freely do the, and he doesn't like force them to say this. This is their own like doing, Yeah. but like put it all out there and, and just ramp it up. Uh, you know, that's his whole idea behind the, the Borat character is, 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 uh, the, the, how prejudiced people are, you know? And so he gets them to come out there and say it thinking that this guy's a dumb, you know, dude from the, you know, the, the Middle East or something like that. Does that make sense? Yeah, no, it does. So, yeah. So like, it's, it's, I don't know. It, it, man, that show is hilarious. Um, I can't recommend it enough. It's on Showtime, I believe. Uh, God, what is it called? I, I couldn't tell you. Uh, who, who is America? It's called. Okay. Yes. I believe it was on Showtime. Go check it out. It's fucking wild. Uh, they have you name it on it, and <laughs> it's absolutely insane. Um, I mean, have you seen? Did you see the other movie he did, uh, the Bruno? Yeah, I did not enjoy Bruno. <laughs> Bruno was wild. The whole UFC fight and stuff. <laughs> the shit that he puts on is absolutely insane. Um, but yeah, I don't know. And that's the thing is, I don't like him outside of doing those characters like when he does a regular movie it's not the same if that makes sense yeah when he's doing the characters and it's feels way more real uh and and i don't know that that kind of it's wild um but anyway where were we (laughs) uh we were looking at uh, everything coming out this week i mean sonic is probably going to be your big winner but i think big may be a relative term because yeah. I think there's going to be a split. I think you're going to get, you know, there's not really a mainstream romance movie. I mean, the photograph looks like a romance movie, but I don't think it's going to garner a lot of attention. I think yeah. I think you're going to see you're going to see it's going to be your one, two, three. I think are going to be Sonic, Birds of Prey, Fantasy Island. Oh, okay. I think that's going to be Sonic. Yeah, I think that's your one, two, three. Oh, real fast, and we could definitely move on to it. That's where that whole Roy Moore interview like blew up with with the Sasha Baron Cohen. Real fast. That that's what I was trying to remember. Okay. Like, for like five minutes there. Yeah. The, remember when that big thing happened, and then the interview came out, and they had him recorded on tape saying a bunch of crazy shit. Yeah. It was from that show. Okay. 
Yeah. So anyway, sorry, sorry, sorry. Yeah, I think Sonic's definitely going to win that weekend. Um, I'm kind of excited about it. I'm, I'm, but at the same time, like it sucks that the studio that that redid Sonic is has it, it's 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 not like going and seeing that movie is going to tell them anything because they've all been let go. Yeah, that sucks. Like it's it's fucking terrible. Yeah. Welcome um, to the world of visual effects houses. Yeah. It's it, it sucks. Man, I, my phone's listening to me. Everything on my computer, my phone now is Harley Quinn stuff. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, no, it, 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 I don't know. Uh, I think the Sonic movie looks fun. Um, it, to me, it's right up there. It looks like it's going to be like uh, Detective Pikachu, essentially. I certainly hope so. Like, I, yeah. I want this to be just like, because video game movies, I think, need to be fun. Yeah. I think, yeah, you can you can do serious but i don't think that's the way to go about it yeah i think like, oh, yeah. you need to have some fun with it and i mean yeah detective pikachu wasn't the most lighthearted thing on the planet but it was fairly it, it, it you know what i'm trying to say like right. it, it's it, fun and jim carrey looks like he's having a blast in this. yes and i have yeah. no like i i have no qualms with with his Eggman look, like I don't at all. Oh, he looks great as as, as yeah. It, it, it looks it, it looks like exactly what it needs to be to me. Yeah. Um, yeah. It was, it was a kind of maybe it was the same interview or one of those same interviews where he was talking about like he was like I totally get it. He's like I we wanted the movie to be about fun or the the um the idea of play. And go. like he goes, he goes on to this this whole thing about it, but it made sense. He was he was saying how he sat down with his grandson and actually played Sonic when he got offered the part, uh, and he just had such a blast with him. Um, and so he 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 was aware of it. He he knew of it, and he wanted he wanted to to put something out there like that, especially for him. Nice. So, yeah. So yeah, man, I, I'm excited. But so we'll see how well that turns out. I have. I'm going to I'm going to go with I have mediocre hopes. I don't see it being a a colossal success, but I just I just want it to be good. I see it being a surprise. Um my friend her kids love Sonic. Nice. Like love Sonic. And I'm like, how do they cuz they don't like how do they even know Sonic? <laughs> like because <laughs> I the way I think about it, I'm thinking that's such a 90s franchise, but kids love Sonic for some reason. Well, I don't know if it's like a YouTube thing or, but they they love it. Like that she she uh, he he had her download the Sonic Racing on the phone and and stuff like that. But I I guess I just in my head I think of Sonic as like nostalgic to us. Yeah, it's fair. Because nowadays the the big games out there are Mario, you know, stuff like that, or they're like they're into like mobile like Minecraft and like nostalgia for kids these days are is minecraft so it baffles me how sonic is like still so popular with them i i think it's going to be big if parents actually take their kids to see it it's fair yeah um i i you know i don't know if he'll do better than detective pikachu but i think it'll do pretty good especially because there's not really much out there right now for that age group frozen is Still kind of hanging on, right? But that's about it. Uh, Jumanji. Jumanji, uh, you're right. I know. I see. I see. I see. Like eight year olds way more excited about seeing Sonic. I. I mean, I agree with you, but I'm just saying, man, Jumanji's still making money. That's true. I guess that's the pool. Yeah, 
I guess if you're like a, you're an adult, like a parent, you'd be like, yeah, let's go see Jumanji because maybe you can get something both out of it more with Jumanji. Um, I don't know. I I hope it does good. Wouldn't it be wild if it's like the highest grossing video game movie of all time? I, I you know, I'd love it. It'd be great. It won't be, but I love it. No. Yeah. It'd be wild. It'd be what that Warcraft and then Pikachu, yeah. which would be crazy. <laughs> And Nintendo needs to get more out there, um, which apparently they want to do. So, well, they're working on they're working with Illumination on a Mario movie. Yep, yep. Their franchise would kill it. Oh man, they would absolutely kill it. Yeah, no, I agree. Cool, cool, cool. All right. Well, let's should we dive into the Oscars? Yeah, let's do it. Um, cool. I mean, you know, we had, did you actually watch the Oscars or just catch the like winners and the highlights? I was busy in Azeroth. <laughs> so, Fair enough. Fair I enough. have no life. This last, it's all blurs. Seriously. I actually broke my toe at some point. Ow. That's always yeah. fun. I was helping move some stuff and then I just slammed it right into the corner of something. And I was like, I, I just immediately thought that has never happened to my foot. I've never hit it that hard on anything. It feels broken. But when you break, like, your toe, it's it's not like breaking your arm where you're like, yes, that's broken. I can feel that. That's, like, through the skin. The toe is a little weird because, like, there's there's not much I can do to it. I can, like, I can't – there's nothing a doctor could do to it. Yeah. It's just got to heal. But it's all black and blue. It's all swollen. I'm just like, fuck. <laughs> But yeah, anyway, sorry, I don't know how to get into that. I didn't do anything this week except play around in Azeroth. So, uh, but I did, I did catch parts of it though. Um, but yeah, it was a good show. Like it was, it was a good, uh, like actual was... broadcast this year. Did they have a host uh, this year? No, they had no host. They went Still hostless no host. gotcha. again, and I think that's better. It's turned out to be a much better format. Uh, because they haven't had like, and here's somebody getting up to do this exceptionally contrived thing. It's, it, well, it, it hasn't been that. Well, to me, that makes more sense because now you're going to have more time for people to actually like have an acceptance speech and say something meaningful and thank a little bit more people. Yeah. I'm sure they still get rushed off stage, but at least there's a little bit more wiggle room, um, for that. Especially, I mean, if you already have like. Musical guests, like I heard, Billie Eilish did a set. I, uh, Eminem, right? Uh, yeah, Billie Eilish did yesterday for the uh, immemorial, oh, wow. and it was it was good. It was oh yeah, I bet was that was good. really good. Um, and then what happened was, uh, Lin Manuel fan of Billie Eilish. I don't know if I said that on the podcast before. Yeah, yeah, that's but good. That, I bet she killed that. That's cool. It, I she did. It was it was very good. Um, yeah. and then. Uh, Lin Manuel Miranda introduced like a montage of, you know, of songs in movies. The idea oh, of like no. songs that either like were made for movies, something like Footloose, or songs that just got huge from movies. You know, something like okay. Eye of the Tiger or something like that. You know, mm-hmm. um, and at the end of that, it was like, oh, here's a long cut from Eight Mile. And it's like, all right, this is cool. Man, they're lingering on this for a while. Everything else is like five, ten seconds. This is just kind of going and kind of going. Cue Eminem on stage. And I was like, okay. Oh, that's right. awesome. This was I like, didn't know that. Yeah. The whole, like, the, the video package was great. Like, it was a fun little thing. And then it just kind of, the actual, 
It was like an orchestral version of the beginning of Lose mm-hmm. Yourself. And it was really cool. And I was like, well, this is kind of neat. Oh, that's cool. And then there he is on stage. And I was like, oh, shit. Like, that was 17 years ago. Oh, my God. Um, oh, holy crap. 17 years ago since that movie? Yes. Eight Mile. That's eight, insane. Yeah. And since he won. People forget. Like, Eminem won for Lose Yourself. Like, he is an yeah. Academy Award winning rapper. Yeah. Oh, wow. I didn't. Uh, yeah, I guess I didn't realize. Yeah. And he showed up to to perform this time. And the crowd was very split. You had. I mean, people... it kind of makes sense that Eminem, now that I think about it, like, his biggest hit with Hamilton is My Shot. Yeah. It's very similar. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry. I just thought it just it hit me. Yeah, you're not wrong. But it was it was it was really really cool. Um, I I enjoyed it. I, I thought it was a fun moment. It reminded me that most of the time, uh, the bigger uh, names in rap trying to perform live are very reliant on that backing track. Oh, for sure. And so I'm like I would like I would never go see somebody like M live. I just wouldn't. Um, yeah. Because it's. problematic at best and he's not the only one that's like that so that's you know do your thing i don't care but it was a it was a really fun moment and it was great to see the split in the audience like martin scorsese took a nap but (laughs) and and, you know it's not his speed that's fine you know right he doesn't like eminem or marvel movies i get it did they cut did they cut him taking a nap during the song they did they cut to him like here's his reaction and he was just kind of sitting there with his eyes closed but then you had a lot of you know and you had some of the old crowd that was just kind of like okay this is happening and it, it was a very generational thing like the the kind of older crowd they weren't it wasn't like disgust or how dare they. It was just like, all right, this is a thing. We'll get through this. And then you cut to, you know, the other half of the crowd who is like, hell yeah. Yeah. I mean, to be fair, Lose Yourself is probably one of his most iconic songs. And it's not as like. It's not controversial at all. It's not controversial. It's as, like all of his other stuff. No. Um, that that That's very much the, the most family friendly that you could put on the Oscars. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, you know, it, it showcases his just lyrical genius. Um, and yeah, like you said, I mean, imagine modern day hip hop. It just does, it doesn't compare to that, I guess. Uh, a lot of it, um, a lot of mumble rapping and stuff like that. It, I couldn't even imagine that on the Oscars. Um, but yeah, that's crazy. I got to see this. I can't find it anywhere. I guess they're not allowed to. How can you not find it? It's everywhere. I can't, I, I'm looking on YouTube, but they must have removed it. Like, they, no, they, there's no the, way. The, Help me out here. Is all right, I've I, looked. I've looked it up. I've, all I'm seeing is the Breakfast Club talk about it. Genius talk about it. Um, uh, there's no. Uh, it looks like it's been scrubbed from the internet. You're kidding? No. I, I what's probably happened is whoever who who does the Oscars they probably. Uh, put a whatever you call it on it. You, you think strike. you think that ABC put a DMCA on it? Gu- guaranteed, they don't want other people showing it. You would think they put it on their own YouTube channel, but they did. I just sent you the link. Thank you. <laughs> it's it's, li- it's... Lin Miranda Eminem. Uh, lose yourself, and I'm not finding it. Because Lin, well, what? Because Lin introduced the the montage. Oh man, and I'm that, just not googling right. And that led into M performing. I don't know if oh, they have. Oh, the... so this is just a performance. I wanted to see the whole thing. It's. Okay. I don't know if they have, like, the whole entire thing on there. I doubt it. 
Um, oh, there, yep, there it is. He's sleeping right in the audience. Yeah, it's just, and you know, that's his thing. Whatever, like I. He's gonna kill him in the next <laughs> album. <laughs> Martin Scarce says he is dead. Oh, he opens his eyes at the very last second. Yeah. Uh, you know he's gonna murder him somehow. <laughs> oh well, sorry, Martin. Sorry, all the people you've killed in your movies. <laughs> yeah, no, it's uh, that's great. But, but that was a fun moment. Uh, and yeah, Billy Eilish, Billy Eilish doing the in memoriam was, I, 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 I always get worried when they're like, hey, we're gonna bring in whoever's really popular right now to do. She's good though. To do the in memoriam song. And I, you know, it, it always worries me. It never matters. It doesn't matter who, even if it's somebody I like, I'm always worried. Um, but it was, it was very good. It was really very good. She's, Uh, she's insanely talented. Yes. Uh, I haven't seen it, so I have no idea, but I imagine like, she's not the kind of person that wants attention, uh, during stuff like that. Um, I don't know. Uh, like I couldn't see like Lady Gaga doing that or something, but it makes sense with her voice and whatnot. It's, it's no, insanely it, good. Yeah. yeah, it was it was really good. And, you know, like I said, overall, it was just a good show. And watching, I'm sorry, I became a massive fan of, of, of Bong Joon-ho. Because every time he got up, he's like the most humble dude on the planet. Right, the Parasite uh, director, right? Yes, right. Yes. One for... He he technically won two directing awards because best international film goes to the director as well. He won best director, best international film, best uh, original screenplay because he also wrote it, and uh, because he was a producer on it, he was also credited when it won best picture. He that is one sense. of two people to personally win four Oscars in the same night, and I think that's insane. Oh wow, that is crazy. That is a rec- that that is a record that was untouched for the last I think sixty seven years. Who was the other person? Walt Disney. Walt, Di- oh my God, to tie that's like tying with Michael Jackson. Yeah. for music, you know. Yeah, and my and and Walt back in it was back in fifty three, and it won. He won for four different projects, but it wow. was. It was like best animated short, best live action short, best documentary, and then best uh, short film to reel. Like it was because they had lots of different categories back. They had, mm. I'm not going to say lots of different categories, but they had very different categories back in the day. But they were all different uh, items. They, were, they weren't the same project. They were different projects. That's what I'm looking for. Right, right, right. But That's yeah, crazy. those are those are the only two people in Oscar history to to personally win four Oscars in the same night. Oh wow, that is some rarefied air right there. Yeah, and just and you know, fantastic. And watching this guy get up, like I knew the last time he got up when they when they went for Best Picture, I knew he wasn't going to talk. Not that he wasn't going to have time to, which was its own little issue. But he wasn't going to what? He wasn't going to talk that last award. Like he was, he, he gotcha. because he'd been up there three times. Right. He struck, he, he just kind of had that aura of like, no, the other producers are going to talk. I've said enough kind of thing. Um, yeah. And th- it's, a, it's funny you say it. it's kind of like how when Bill Aish got her Grammy for however many times this year, like she's like, I just came up here. <laughs> I yeah. don't know what else to say. He, but he, it was, and it was great because like the last, when they won for best picture, one of the other producers gave a quick speech and then like they killed the lights and everything like they were going to go to the out. One of the other producers had stepped up to say something and everybody booed it and everybody in the front row 
and it was great because that was like it was like Tom Hanks and the, just this ridiculous whole yeah. cast in the front row were were chanting at the microphone to bring it back up, just up, up, up for the yeah. microphone and the lights, and the lights and the microphone came back up, and and they were allowed to finish the the speeches. Good. But it was, it was a great moment. It was a fantastic moment. Yeah. Um, but there's there's a great. That's wild, man. That's that's history, right? Like, it has is. there been a foreign movie like nope. that? There is yeah. not. It's good, the good. it's the first one that's won Best Picture. Yeah, uh, that's because it's a, it's a shame. It's always, like like you said, like you won the foreign film, and it's it's kind of a shame that even exists. Like it it you know what I mean? Like it, it's it's I, a shame that foreign films don't get as as much uh, attention as domestic films. I guess here, um, like it shouldn't have taken this long for a foreign film to agreed. win Best Picture. I, ab- I absolutely agreed. Um, they they've come close. A couple of times, yeah. Um, That's this... wild, though. I mean, in, in a year where you have things like 1917, which is my favorite one that I saw from last year. Yeah. Um, I haven't seen Parasite yet. Um, things like Knives Out and uh, uh, The Joker. You know, a lot of people love that. Like, it, that's crazy. That's insane. Like, I, I fully expected 1917 to win. I absolutely did. And yeah. I was, I was stunned. I'm happily stunned. Like, I was never. There's not. There's really there's only one award that I didn't really like the outcome of, and it was best visual effects because it went to 1917, and yeah. I I don't know what any of these like I mean I'm sorry but when you're in the same category as something like Star Wars and Endgame, I I really think you have to give it to one of those two because the effects have to be so spot on. Because otherwise it takes you clear out of it. And I really think I, I just I, that's the only one that I kind of disagreed with all night. I, well, it, I had no. Uh, but in a way, the special effects for 1917 were insane how they they cut that together to make it look like one shot. That's not a, that's not a visual effect like that. That though. totally is, though. Nah. I think that's undercutting what those people do I, to I, say that's not. I don't an effect. I okay. Then let me say it a different way. It's for, for example that whole scene with the plane. How they cut that together to make it look like, like you were just watching it the whole time, moving from cut to cut seamlessly. I imagine that takes a ton of work. It it does, but in and I and I'm not. I'm. I, you will never hear me downplay what a what a visual effects house does. I, yeah, I didn't mean like that. I'm, yeah, I'm just saying but, that I, I think that deserves it though i I, it it absolutely i I agree with you when you see something like the end game or end game when that that whole fight with thanos and like (laughs) it's insane um it it deserved i will give you know 1917 absolutely deserved consideration for its effects but i don't think it i'm i I just i just don't think it was the winner i agree i Uh, i I agree with you i i think uh yeah when you see that Thanos come to life like that for yeah. the second time. Uh, and that whole battle at the end that on paper could sound so ridiculous, and it is, but the way they pulled it off seamlessly with all those characters on the screen at the same time. They even got the duck in there. Um, it's, it's, it's insane. I, I saw uh, – what's that YouTube channel? The, the, the people who do the FX? Oh, uh, the Corridor Crew? Yes, uh, they re- did a recent one with one of the guys who worked. I think it was the Weta Workshop. They they worked on nice. the, 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 the in game, and he talks about how that one scene 
was the scene that they worked on from the beginning to the end of the movie. Yeah. Oh, I have no doubt in my mind. How, how to cut that one – and that was their long shot essentially. Yeah. Because uh, it does cut from like <laughs> one person to another without – I'm sorry. It doesn't cut, but the camera just flows between them. Um, and they were saying how that was the longest scene they had to work on. So I completely agree with you uh, with that. But, oh, man, 1917, I, I was just blown away at, you know, the whole time I'm thinking, I'm looking for the seams. Obviously, there's the cuts where you see a tree and stuff like that. But, man, they did just such a beautiful job making that look phenomenal. Um, you know, I, I don't know. It, the, when, when I started seeing who won the awards this year, I was like, what? That's crazy. Like, a lot of these I was not expecting. Uh, but not like in a bad way, if that makes sense. Yeah, no, that's a fair. Good surprise. It's like none of none of these. I'm like, oh, you know, I, <laughs> I, 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 I think it's because, man, for the last couple of years, the Academy Awards, to me, it always seemed like there was never really a definite winner, and the only ones that people seemed were definite winners were like super indie movies, right? If, if that makes sense. Uh, Ones that I didn't even hear of. I've heard of Parasite all year, but I mean movies that like I just didn't hear of. Um, right, things that you looked at like as soon as you saw and you were just like, oh yeah, okay, so this is just like movies that you looked at and went, oh yeah, that's an Oscar movie. Yes. But, but it didn't have seeming mainstream appeal outside of that. Yeah. Um, but I mean this year, you know, 1917 had massive mainstream appeal as well as being an Oscar movie. Ford vs. Ferrari, same thing. Joker. Same yes. thing. Little Women, same thing. Like any of these that were right. nominated were were also mainstream mm-hmm. kinds of movies. The only ones that I would think were more, you know, I remember the, uh, what was it, uh, The Darkest Hour, the Winston Churchill movie they did a couple years ago. Yeah. Movies like that, which are kind of on the fringe of that, like mm-hmm. they're definitely Oscar movies, but they also have some mainstream buzz. Um, were things like Harriet and Bombshell, which were very focused pieces mm-hmm. and definitely kind of awards. I, I don't want to say award centric, but that kind of movie that lends itself to award yeah. season, but also had mainstream appeal. Like they both did mm-hmm. fairly well. I remember Harriet did really well. Um, yeah. So it's that that's the thing. Like nothing, you know, I mean, Knives Out. You know, something like that, where it's like it's mm-hmm. nominated for Best Picture, and it did fantastic. Wait, you know? did it? Did was Knives Out nominated? Knives Out was nominated. I didn't think it was. It was indeed. Are you sure? It was. I know it was nominated for Best Original Screenplay. Yes, it was for that. I don't think it was. I don't think it was for Best Best Picture. Was was it not? I don't remember exactly all of the. What What surprised me, and I don't know how they did it, was was Marriage Story, because that's like a Netflix movie. Yeah. So it's with the Irishman, but I guess because technically it came out in the theater for like a week. It did. It there is there is a very limited uh window that it has to like blah blah blah. blah. Those gotcha. I, I I hate those those. But it's wild rules. to see those in the titles though. Like yeah, like the, the like Irishman. I don't think that to me. Uh, I, I I it was okay, but I I don't think I don't put it in there as the best. Uh one of the best movies no what was okay so the best picture nominations once upon a time in hollywood 1917 marriage story little women joker the irishman ford vs ferrari parasite and jojo rabbit 
Right, right. I, Parasite is kind of – it's not indie movie, but it's the one probably the least known um, out of those, I would think. That and, like, Little Women, right? No, no, no. I would say that and Jojo Rabbit. Jojo Rabbit is your more – out of that category, it would be the indiest, if you will. Really? Of movies. Yes. Maybe I'm just so in love with Taika Waititi that it, it, uh, it, it was totally in my radar. Yeah. Um, but okay, cool. Yeah, man, trying to talk to people about Jojo Rabbit, I would see the the glimmer in their eyes kind of disappear when I start trying to explain what the movie's about. Yeah. They're like, oh, Hitler, imaginary gun, it's, oh no. It's, it is a satire of Nazi Germany at the end of the war. It is a right. brilliant satire. It is funny as hell, and it has yeah. no right to be as funny as it is. Yeah, no. Well, Parasite, I don't know anything about it. I see the uh, – and that was the thing is the second I started to try to look into it, everything that I saw was like, don't – like, stop. Don't read this. Make sure, like, if you want to see this movie, go in blind. And the poster just looks crazy. It just looks like people with, like, black bars on their eyes and, like, I think a girl's legs on the ground and that's all you see. So Yeah, I couldn't – like, I, I, and I'll, I say this and it's no spoiler. I am, like, half-ish way through and I'm waiting to see, like, the big dramatic moment. Gotcha. Like the, but the lead up is so fascinating. Like it is it is so good. Like uh, you got you really need to see it. It's so good. Yep, yep. I'll be definitely be checking out that this week. For sure. Cool, cool, cool. Where were we? Absolutely worth it. Um oh, yeah. let's see, what else do we have? Like I'll we'll we'll burn through a couple of these. Uh, again, you know, Bong Jun Ho, best director. Uh Joaquin Phoenix for best actor and uh most interesting speech. Uh, his. What do you say? I, I, I didn't see you it. just have to watch it. Like I can't do it justice. You just have to watch it. Yeah, he he had a he had a good one at what was it the Baftas or whatever. Uh, the Baftas are the Spirit Awards. I feel like it was one in Europe somewhere. It might have been the Baftas. Yeah, you're right. But uh, uh, yeah, cool. you just you just have to watch it. I can't like I can't give it. I cannot do it justice because it's yeah. It's just Joaquin Phoenix being Joaquin Phoenix, and I can't I can't give you any more than that because it's just <laughs> not the same. Yeah, uh, cool. it, I'll check it, it out. It ends with a nice shout out to to River, um, and I like oh, okay. I. It, it just it just reminds you, man, that messed him up. Oh yeah, that messed him up so bad. But he's mm -hmm. found a way to use it, and more power yeah. to him for that. Yeah. But, it's, he died of uh, drugs, right? Drug yeah. overdose? At the, uh, what was it, the Viper the Viper Club? The Viper Room, I think? I don't know anything about that. Is that like a club in Hollywood? It, it was, it was, yeah. I don't know if it still is or not, but... That's a it, shame. It was, it was one of those, like, this is a big, like, here's where the people go to party kind of club. Oh, wow. And, uh, and, yeah, I'm pretty, I'm, I'm pretty sure I remember that right. Wow. Oof. But it was, yeah, it's, you can, you can tell it, it, it did a number on him for sure, but he's, mm -hmm. you know, all the, all the power to him for everything he's, he's, everything he's poured that into. And his best performances are these just very damaged people. I mean, you look mm -hmm. at, I mean, you know, there's, there's an odd parallel between the Joker and Johnny Cash. Yeah. You know, and not just in Joaquin's performances, but it, it certainly didn't hurt. Did he win for Johnny Cash? He didn't. No. Okay. He didn't win was for this Johnny. his first? This was. Yeah. Okay. 
cool. But um, and you know, I mean, well deserved. Like, I mean, it was. It, it was, was definitely crazy. the best part of the Joker. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. But. You know, uh, Renee Zellweger won Best Actress for her portrayal as Judy Garland. You know, I just thought about what? The, that has to be the first time someone won an, an Oscar for the same role, two Oscars for the same role. And it's the only comic book. Uh, it's the only comic book character to have won right. an Oscar, and it's won That's twice. That's crazy. And it's interesting. Once as supporting actor, once as as a uh, lead actor. Well, you're right. Okay, supporting lead, that makes sense. But yeah, yeah. same role, though. That's yeah. wild. That the nuts? Joker of all characters. Yeah. <laughs> Man, they're going to keep tapping. See, that's a problem. I think what I what I think is going to happen is they're going to see that and go, let's just keep let's keep mining that character. Instead of just leaving it alone for 10 years. Yeah. And let someone else come up with a good idea later on. Man, yeah, that's cool. That's cool. But I feel like there's another one that's had that there've been multiple characters. I feel like Al Capone lends it, lends himself to that. Yeah, yeah, I don't know. I you would know before I would. I have no I, idea. I, don't know. I can't think of another I'll look into that. I feel like there has to be. <laughs> Who is the other guy that played the, uh, the the Joker, not the original, but uh um, Heath Ledger. Not not Heath Ledger, not, not Heath, Heath Ledger. Ledger. Um Who are you looking for? The the last guy who played the Joker before walking. Oh, Jared Leto. Jared Leto. You think he'd he'd win anything? I wonder if he won a Razzie for that, honestly. Yeah. But he's an Academy Award winner, though. He is, for uh, Dallas yeah. Buyers Club. Yeah. So, I don't know. It's crazy. But, uh, yeah. I, I doubt that's the last we see of that iteration of the Joker. Especially now that it's Academy Award winning. Maybe. We'll that we'll Suicide see. Squad. Yeah, don't don't remind me that Suicide Squad <laughs> is an Academy Award winning film. Don't. Uh, oh man. Uh, I hate that. I hate that so much. <laughs> what did that get? What What was that? Best makeup? Yeah, make makeup and and cos or it was like cos costuming. I think it was costume. That wasn't even the coolest part of that movie. No, like, it wasn't. The, it wasn't. The, the alligator was. <sighs> <laughs> yeah, it was. I feel like it was. A, it was either costume or hair and makeup. It was one of those two, and I was just like, "Why?" Yeah, Harley Why? Quinn looked cool in it, I guess. But uh, man, that yeah, that <laughs> it's wild. <laughs> it's wild. Uh, just, just why? Yeah. <laughs> uh, I don't even. I don't even think that's gonna make me. It's gonna make my head hurt. Yeah. Uh, when? What year was Suicide Squad? Anyway. Oh boy. 2013, 2012. Holy crap, it's been that long. I feel like it. Oh man. Yeah, let me look it up here. I almost feel like it had to be. Either that or. Oh, there's Suicide Squad and The Suicide Squad. 2016. Oh, it was 2016. Wow, okay. Fair yeah, enough. I knew it wasn't that long ago. So it would have been... that the... was right when, like, Post Malone was becoming popular and all yeah. that. That's why they had, like, the tattoos on the face of the Joker and all this stuff. Yeah. So it was... What are we, some kind of Suicide Squad? Yeah, apparently. <laughs> Cut. It was only nominated for two Razzies that year. Wow. Because Batman vs. Superman Dawn of Justice was nominated for eight. Yeah. Yeah. Which movie do you think was better? 
Um, Batman vs Superman Suicide Squad. This is, the, uh, this is Sophie's choice. Dawn of Justice. I I have to. I feel like it has more. For as bad as the bad parts were, there were cooler moments. Like I did. I didn't find much of anything outside of Harley Quinn enjoyable in Suicide Squad. Completely agree. I couldn't even tell you what happened at the end. Yeah. Um. I but... still have no idea. When someone told me that there were like mud men at the end of the movie. Yeah. I thought, was I high <laughs> when I saw this movie? I don't remember. Yeah, but, I, you know, Dawn of Justice had some cool moments. I'll give it that. That's really all I've got for you. Yeah, um, I agree. But. I agree. Yeah, God, it didn't even win. It didn't even win a, a Razzie, I don't think, at all. Yeah. Uh. That's terrible. Yeah. Uh, that's awful. That's awful. That's terrible. <laughs> Razzies this year, I think the nominees were just, I think, just announced. Mm. Uh, it's what, the 40, God, they're up to the 40th already. Man, they've been going a long time on this. Uh, 40th Razzies will take place. We don't know when they'll take place. Um you know, much to nobody's surprise, Cats leads with the most nominations at nine. Has anyone um, showed up to win the oh, Razzie oh, Award? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. A bunch of them. Halle Berry famously showed up to accept hers for Catwoman. Oh, that's great. Um, and spoofed her because like the year before, I think she had won an Academy Award for Monsters Ball because she won for that. And I think she showed up for her Razzie and basically just did like the same speech. And oh, it was wow. oh, it was fantastic. <laughs> it was so good. It was so good. Um, That's great. God, I did not know Fred Durst directed a film. Oh yeah. Uh, oh god, the, this came out on my media tore that apart. Oh god, the fanatic. This thing came out on my birthday last year. Damn you, Fred Durst. John Travolta. Yes. Oh, He's like god. a crazy obsessed fan. Gee, there's a shock. Um, yeah, yeah, like the. You could tell, like the the way Red Letter Media they tear it apart. They're just like, they, like you could tell, like whoever wrote this really hates their fans. <laughs> like they really hate their fans because they just make this guy fucking batshit crazy. That's fair. Got some of these though. movies I've never even heard of. Zeroville was something I'd never heard of. Uh, it's it's directed by James Franco. There's it... so many famous. Sorry, there's so many famous people in that Cats movie. Oh, yeah. I guess I just didn't realize it. Like, I'm looking at Ian McKellen. I didn't know he was in that movie. Oh, yeah. Oh, God. The cast for Cats is amazing. Um, But it couldn't, oh it couldn't help you. Like, it's oh, it's so bad. It was so oh. bad. I never... I still haven't seen it. I want to one day, but, oh, my God, I'm going to have to be so drunk. <laughs> I, yeah, I, I hear it's, it's not even, like, good, bad. No, it's it's everyone I've I've talked to who's come out of it who I feel like would have an opinion I'd respect. Mm-hmm. would because there were my favorite story about cats is there was one show i had to clean and there were like five people that came out of it and the first was a trio of of elderly ladies who were telling me it was great don't listen to anybody we sang we laughed it was fantastic we cried through the whole thing and they left and there was a a not quite middle-aged couple who had been sitting a couple rows back and they came down right behind them 
And, the, you know, the lady had said to me, we cried through the whole thing. And they walked off. And the couple looked at me and just went, yeah, we did too. And left. Wow. <laughs> just like, <laughs> oh my god just dude the way they delivered that was just fantastic they're just like yeah we cried too it's just like oh my god it's so good so they lost a hundred million dollars oh cats is a cats is a disaster cats is a financial disaster Oh my god. Oh, it's so bad. I really want to see it, but I am just, I'm, I don't want to be drunk. I want to be, like, tipsy. I feel like if I was just on the edge, I think would be the best way for me to, to watch that movie. But oh my god, yeah, it's nominated. The, the only thing that's, that's got... Inedible. The only thing that has more, like, hysterical nominations at the Razzies is a Medea family funeral. Just because Tyler oh. Perry is personally nominated for so many different roles in that movie. Yeah. Oh, it's bad. Oh, it's so bad. Cats, Cats is nominated for so much. I hate that uh, this, the Godzilla movie has a nomination here. That bothers me. <laughs> I wasn't the... a fan of it. Oh, King of the Monsters was good. I didn't think it was... I, I can understand people not liking it, but I don't think it was, like, Razzie-worthy bad. No, 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 not Razzie um, really bad. I it like... It kind of a, uh... It happened. Yeah. I, I, I... It had some monsters. I'm excited for the next one. Yeah. Um, I don't know. So these, Something just rubs me the wrong way with these new Godzilla movies. That's yeah, fair enough. Every I... time I think of them, I just think of, like, complete darkness. Seems like these movies are always in the dark. Um, and I don't care about the characters at all. I hated they killed off the one dude in the first one almost immediately. I was like, I was following this character and he's dead, and I don't give a shit about his son. Yeah, but it's never it's never about the humans. It's yeah, not but supposed you, to be about you the humans. Make your whole movie about the the humans, and that's what my mind goes to. Nah, the, the, these movies are not think, made about the humans. But but no. but think about this. I understand most of them aren't, but in the first movie, you don't show Godzilla until the very end. So, what am I supposed to? hold on to when you're telling me this whole story about these human characters at the beginning that's what i care about and then you kill him off immediately we still don't see godzilla at that point we don't see godzilla until way later and i'm just like that whole first movie i i, I don't know i felt like it was everything was set up beautifully brian cranston we got this we got that and i'm like yes cool the the idea of seeing a godzilla movie from the human perspective we didn't really see that before right we always saw it from, like, oh, no, the God's we, eye view. No, no, we saw one from the human perspective. W where? To the uh, the uh, 2000 movie. Well, no, I not like that. That's like, yeah, I, get, I get what you're saying. I totally get what you're saying. Uh -huh. But that's a bad movie. <laughs> uh, well? The, that was like trying to get Jurassic Park money. Um, I, I meant fair. like a real character-driven movie. Not like a, a Congo movie or a, you know what I mean? Like not like that. Does that make sense? I, fair, yeah. Like like I loved the idea of like his he lost his family, he lost his home, he was in on ground level when everything happened. Um, I don't know. I I just felt like I was supposed to care about that character, and the director was like, "Ha, fuck you," and then I didn't give a shit about his son and. For whatever reason, that ruined the rest of the movie for me because I was like, I'm not invested in this character at all. Uh, 
I he he just felt like uh, I don't know, like just did not care about him at all. Um, and and then in the second movie, I cared a little bit more. So that's one thing about the second Godzilla movie I will say is I cared about the characters a little bit more, but I felt like I wasn't being jerked around like I was in the first one. Fair enough. Yeah, like I was like, okay, I can invest in her. I this is one I can follow. Um, but I don't know. I don't know. I enjoyed it. I thought it yeah. was really good. Um, third one should be good, though. I, I am excited for the third one. It comes out, uh, I think, later this year. It's supposed to be. Yep. It's either this year or next. I can't remember. I can't go over this picture of Ian McKellen as a cat. Yeah. I like the I liked the, the Razzie Redeemer Award, though. I like that they decided, I don't know how many years ago, to carve out the idea of, like, look, we gave this person a hard time because they've done a bunch of crap. But... You know, Who's up for it? This year, um, your your Razzie Redeemer Awards are Jennifer Lopez in Hustlers, which was a good performance. Mm-hmm. Eddie Murphy, Dolomite is my name. Good performance. Uh, Keanu Reeves for John Wick 3 oh. and Toy Story 4. Oh, Will Smith, Will Smith in Aladdin. Eh. And Adam Sandler, Uncut Gems. I can see Adam or Keanu. I, I think those are going to be your two. Yeah. Or Eddie Murphy, too. Eddie I mean, they're all good, except Will, I don't know, Will Smith. I don't think Will, Will and Eddie, and even J-Lo, to an extent, have not fallen quite as far. Right. And I th- Will, I mean, Bad Boys, apparently he's, like, phenomenal in that. Like, yes. Will Smith. Yes, very much so. Will Bad Boys 3 is a, hey, remember when Will Smith was an action dude? Yeah. Yeah. Right. Gemini Man wasn't terrible. It wasn't really good, but it wasn't terrible. Yeah. Um, but I, I, I mean, I think it's Adam Sandler because Adam Sandler has just done trash for years. Right. Um, and I feel like this is just it, it, it's this is his to win for exactly that reason because it's right. just, he's just done garbage, and it's been nothing but garbage. I don't give a damn what anybody tries to tell me. It's been crap. Yeah. Um. But Uncut Gems was so good, it really yeah. was. Um, I gotta see that. Yeah, definitely do. It's it is fantastic. Mm-hmm. But I don't know. We'll see. Yeah. Cool. Uh, we'll, we'll burn through some of the the rest of the awards here. Mm-hmm. Uh, where were we? Renee Zellweger for Judy. Judy was one that was very much like this is an Oscar movie. Mm. That's one that was definitely made like this is this is made in that kind of style of like this is a character piece by one actor like it's it it's there like this is that movie. Um, okay. And and it was good. Like I mean I'm, I I try not to put those kind of movies down because they do usually wind up being very good movies. They're also it's just that they're very specifically that kind of of movie. Right. Um Brad Pitt, Best Supporting Actor, Once Upon a Time. Definitely agree. Um, Best Supporting Actress, Laura Dern, Marriage Story. I personally... Oh, wow. I, I thought that was great. Personally, I hated Marriage Story. Really? I did, and I will tell you why. I why? am tired of seeing two middle-class white people yell at each other. I'm tired of seeing that movie over and over and over and over and over again. I just hated it. I really did. I, I thought it felt 
I thought the acting in that movie was phenomenal. I, um, yes, white people getting very angry at each other is is very difficult to, to say. do. I, no, get, I'm I'm sorry. I'm just so people tired get I mean, people get the stereotype of other races getting angry in movies. Uh, that's not like that's not white people don't have the 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 lottery on that. Um, you know it. it I don't know. I think that's kind of weird to say. I, I <laughs> You're tired just, of white people getting angry in movies. I, I am because I see it in every movie. Like I, I've, I'm, 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 I, you could say that. I mean, just think about what you're saying. You can I, say I that am about a different I, race doing a stereotypical thing in a movie. And usually those movies a... don't even become nominated for Oscars. Usually they're not even good. The, but the, uh, I, I thought this was a great movie. Yeah. I'm glad it was nominated because, like, you take two these two actors, who, you know, what they're they're mostly now known for like these big blockbuster movies where they don't actually get to. I mean, he he did a great job as Kylo Ren. To me personally, he was the best part of Star Wars uh, in the last however many years. And to see him in this kind of role, it's just so different. But it's like, okay, wow, like Adam Driver phenomenal actor um you know and it, i don't know I, I i when i saw it i was just like i that's that was my first thought it was like we don't get this kind of performance in star wars we don't get this kind of performance in avengers and um it was nice and it also felt like real if that makes if that makes sense i i see that's the part that i disagree with i that it didn't, you don't think the acting felt real i i don't feel like those people felt real really i felt no i felt no connection like i could not begin to identify with those people I oh couldn't. i totally could i mean i i, I, I my, it, it felt like a real divorce it felt like how not only what did it feel like a real divorce it felt like how the court system can make it completely a disaster uh, on every level um and 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 good intentions are just destroyed i don't know i thought it was i thought it was i thought it was very raw i thought it was very uh i don't know the performances just they felt like they weren't even acting they just felt like they were just being if that makes sense i, I don't know i haven't seen anything quite like that in a long time especially out of people like uh or i would think adam driver and scarlett johansson um I guess I've seen, you know, I think I saw Adam Driver in, like, Girls. Um, but, like, I don't know. It was weird seeing them go from, you know, laser swords and, 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 and hulks and stuff like that to, like, real characters. That's that's crazy that you, you had the opposite of, I, of feeling from the movie. Yeah, no, I just, I found... That's cool, I mean... I, I just, yeah. I look, I'm, you know, I'm not putting down anybody that liked it. I just, I just, I really, I looked at this and I was just like, this, this to me felt like an unnecessary movie. And I know you can say that about any movie and I've, I've bashed people for saying that too, but I. To me, I, it just felt very un-Hollywood. It was a movie about two people and their family. There was no happy, like this was just a, 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 a divorce. <laughs> like it was just bad yeah uh, but i but i thought it felt very raw if that made sense if that makes sense i it uh, does i just i'm i don't know it wasn't for me I'm, yeah I, I don't know it was one of those like i would never want to watch again that's but, fair like, it stuck with me like the especially the fight yeah it, the, so many fights that he had with her um i don't know it whew. 
I don't know. That's funny though. Yeah. Uh, yeah. You and I are just just gonna be on completely opposite yeah, sides of this. That's okay. Which is that's fine. Cool. That's yeah. Yeah. But you know, more power to him, I guess. I'm surprised she got an award for it though. Uh, that the, like her performance wasn't the outstanding one that I would think of that movie, but hey, no, no knocking her. Well, I mean, you look at, I mean, you know, Scarlett and Adam were both nominated in their respective categories too. Well, but... she was in Star Wars too. Now that I think about it, like these were all like, you know, uh, recently in these bigger, big, big movies. Yeah, yeah, she was in Last Jedi. Yeah. Um, she's probably gonna be in the next Jurassic Park, right? She is. Yes. She gotcha, is, gotcha. she is confirmed for that. Yeah, it, it felt we, like I said, like the whole time I was thinking, like these characters I just see in these like big blockbuster like action films, and it was just so weird to, I don't know, especially Adam Driver. Like I, I was baffled at how well his his acting was in that movie. Eh, fair enough. Yeah, I'm just an Adam Driver stan, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> I mean that's fair that's fair enough. Like I mean we you know you have we have seen he does have tremendous talent. Yeah. Like, like it's it was insane. Yeah. Um uh yeah, I don't know. It, it, it is wild. But you know, it's, it's it it it'd be what it'd be as they say. Yeah. Not shocked Brad Pitt got best supporting actor though. No, no, not either. He was he was tremendous but, in that. But like he was the main actor in that movie though. Like you could argue he had way more screen time than Leonardo DiCaprio. I no, I don't think that's true. You don't think so? I don't think so. It's and also you have to remember supporting actor is is more about the the way you define who the lead is is who is the movie about. And it wasn't it the overall arc of the movie was not about him it was about DiCaprio it was, was it though yes it was it was structured See, in my head in my head and I'm, I'm totally wrong I guess but I was thinking the movie followed him him having to deal with Leonardo DiCaprio him then finding you know going to the ranch all of that happening and then him dealing in the climax with the like he was the hero through the whole story. Leonardo DiCaprio just felt like the thing he was latched onto, like his friend, if that makes sense. It, it For does. For whatever reason in my head, that's how I saw the movie. And I and I can see it that way. But it's I, it's very framed around like everything is centric upon DiCaprio's character. What arc did Leo have in the movie though? His entire career. His career, I, I felt like he just showed up in the movie. Uh, maybe I'm wrong. Maybe I just totally misread the movie. But I felt like he was just a part of the 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 movie. If does that make sense? I feel like I see, it, no. I definitely like I definitely see where you're where you're coming from there. Absolutely. Like like in my head, I thought Quentin Tarantino was making that a point of the movie. Is that like on paper? Yes, Leo is the star. Leo is the one who his career kind of rides or uh, Brad Pitt's career kind of rides or die on it. And Brad Pitt is the stunt double. So he's like latching onto it. But in my head, I thought that the story from our viewpoint was flipped as like, actually, Brad Pitt is the star of this of this thing. Uh, he's a much more interesting character. The events of that that day were way more concerned with him and that Leo, I felt like he just showed up at the end and he was like, Oh, in his pool or whatever. Um, but I, you're, you're right. You're right. I guess it was about Leo's career and, and the downfall of it. And 
you're right. I guess there must have been more scenes because he they do that whole stuff with him and the little girl. Yeah. Um, you, I guess yeah. just the most interesting part of the movie to me was it, it, it was with Brad uh, through it. I mean that's and that's fair. Like I, it's it's absolutely fair. Yeah. But yeah. There was so much. You got to remember there was so much of Leo like on set and everything that's too. True. Like that whole sequence. Uh, which I I love the idea that Quentin is going to revisit that and actually do episodes of that show. Right. And I just right. I really hope DiCaprio is like he can talk him into it. Just come on, show up, have fun. Like you know, yeah. I I really think that's that's the way that needs to go about. Um, yeah. But I I love that uh, there was an episode of that included as uh, like a bonus feature. There was a full-on episode of that shot and included. Oh, on the Blu-ray. Yeah, we had it oh. when uh, when we did like a uh, when like it came back in theaters for like a week. Could we, you imagine in the theater for as long as that movie is to watch a, an episode? It was a it was like a twelve-minute episode. I think it was something like that. It oh, was, okay. I mean, it was great, but it wasn't. I mean, it wasn't like full length or anything. But it. Yeah, was... I'm thinking like thirty minutes. I'm like, good lord. No, hell no, Jesus. That, that... You need intermission. Yeah. This there, I mean, you know, there, there's. I imagine there is a director's cut that we will see of that at some point that includes an intermission. Yeah. Like there, they'll have to be, um, or just do what they did with the Hateful Eight and you know split it like a Netflix series. Yeah. yeah, but you know, you know, uh, we got like we said, best original screenplay went to uh, went to Parasite, best adapted screenplay went to the man. I loved it. I loved that Taika won for Jojo Rabbit. I <laughs> that went that just floored me. Like I was yeah. so ecstatic. Um, oh yeah. But you know, and the first uh, he also made history. He was the first person of uh, Maori descent to win. Yeah, I saw that. I saw an article about that. That's yeah. pretty neat. Thought that was very, very cool. Yes. Uh, just, just seeing Taika succeeding is awesome because he's just such a fun, ridiculous dude. Oh yeah, it's it's just tremendous. Um, but we've uh, best animated feature went to Toy Story Four. Not a shock, really. Uh, yeah, I think the only shock in that category was Frozen. To not being nominated. Oh, really? Yeah, it was not nominated. Cla- uh, however, you'll pronounce it, Klaus or Claus was the Netflix uh, Santa Claus origin story that was nominated. Okay. Yeah, but uh, <laughs> I don't know. I just thought that was kind of strange. But I thought, That's right, odd. you know, whatever, what have you. Um, but we had uh, international film again, Parasite. Uh, documentary feature, American Factory. I did not see it. I have no, mm-hmm. n- no, like, I mean, that's kind of all I have on that. Did you see it? Uh, let's see. I have not, no. Okay. Um, best documentary short was, uh, Learning to Skateboard in a War Zone, if you're a girl. Um, which I, I get the premise. It's girls in Afghanistan learning to skateboard, and that's mm. problematic on a number of levels, and I bet that was a fascinating film. Oh, that's cool. Um, but that's that's one that I actually do want to check out, because that, to me, just sounds really interesting. Oh, yeah. Apparently, American Factory's on Netflix. Okay. Um, oh, another, another Netflix film. 
Yeah. There was there's one on Netflix, a docu series that I want to see, which usually those means are like three episodes. Yeah. But there's one called The Pharmacist. Have you heard of this? No, I haven't. Tell me about it. It's basically um, – I only saw one trailer once for it, so correct me. I mean I could be wrong. Um, but uh, basically uh, – by the way, I think uh, the Learning to Skateboard on a Warzone uh, is on Hulu. So. Oh, excellent. Very nice. Yeah. Uh, um, but the, the, the pharmacist is about a pharmacist and uh, you know he runs his own pharmacy um, and his son ends up getting murdered for uh, – crack cocaine deal or something gone wrong and he didn't understand it he didn't understand why his son would have been involved in drugs crack cocaine all this stuff and the more he investigated the more he realized like oh the kids he were involved with had a lot to do with uh the pharmaceutical industry and uh pills and they were uh, he realized a lot of them were getting the pills from his pharmacy and like he dives into it and he realized the deeper he went um the police didn't want to get involved and he realized people were getting paid off to not talk to him about anything. And it, it apparently goes super deep and like to the point where like he's being followed around by people from the like pharmaceutical company and he thinks he might actually wind up missing soon because he's making a big ruckus about that industry. And, right. you know, and this was years ago. This was, I mean, everyone knows the pharmaceutical industry has been, garbage for a while now but like yeah especially in the last five to ten years it's really like hit a point where it's like you know especially with um the government cracking down now on um you know pill mills and everything else yeah that that all leads into so like i don't know i haven't seen the documentary but everyone that i've seen it's, it's one of those things where i see facebook blow up for a couple of weeks with the the um don't fuck with cats right and now the, the pharmacist is the other one did I say pharmacy? It's the pharmacist. Pharmacist. Okay. Yeah. So that'll be one I'm going to be checking out soon. Uh, but yeah, so American Factory is on Netflix and Learning to Skateboard with a Warzone is a Hulu subscription. It's so. on Hulu. Very cool. Very cool. Yep. So definitely ones to check out. No, for yeah. Sure. Um, best live action short was The Neighbor's Window, which I know like nothing about at all. I couldn't tell you. Yeah. Um, best animated short I was so excited for. Uh, I can't remember what movie it was that Hair Love played before. It was at some point over the summer, and I can't remember because it was Sony. I remember it was Sony, and I don't remember what it played in front of. Um, I could probably look it up real fast for you. If, if you could, yeah, do that real quick. Um, I feel like it was uh, before Angry Birds two. Okay, fair enough. Yeah, that makes sense because that was a that was and another the short story. was eventually attached to Jumanji: The Next Level. Interesting. I didn't know that. I don't think. Yeah, makes sense. Sony, I guess. Yeah, I think maybe I I guess they they attached it to Jumanji. I didn't know that they attached it to Jumanji. I don't think. Maybe I did. I don't know. Maybe oh, I think because because I think I saw it twice. I think I saw it with each movie. Uh but god i loved it and it's just odd oh, it's if you want to talk about getting punched in the heart like god that it was amazing yeah. it was so good and it was so simple um but just uh oh, oh, so good so good very well deserved um man sony animation they're kicking they're they're they are they've been killing it they really they really are i mean into the spider verse is is mm -hmm. arguably the best spider-man movie I mean, yeah. I, I'm not going to argue with anybody who would say that. Um, no. I'm, I'm not. 
Um, it's it's wild to think, and, and I'm saying this in a good way. It's wild to think that maybe like ten years from now, even now I guess, but like Miles Morales is going to be someone's Peter Parker, which has been someone's Peter Parker for like you know the last sixty years or however who knows however long it's been since Spider Man's been 50. out. Fifty. Fifty. Yeah. 50 so years. it's 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 going to be wild to think that you know twenty, thirty, forty, fifty people are going to be looking back at Miles Morales as like. And arguably, uh, like the origin story, they've uh, you know, of course, had way more time to craft it and everything else. Yeah. Um, but it's such a good Spider-Man story, and that's just going to be someone Spider-Man. It is already today some Spider-Man. Um, and I I love that. I yeah. love that idea. I that, you know. So anyway, uh, yeah, man. Every every time I think about the movie, it's like, God, that was so good. Yeah, it really was. Yeah. I'd love a Spider-Verse video game. I don't know why they don't do, like, a video game in that style with Miles Morales. That would be wild. I, you know, give them, give them time. Yeah. Give them time. They'll, yeah. they'll come around to it. Absolutely. I mean, we got some Miles in the uh, PS4 game, so I'll give them... We did, but I mean, like... I know, you mean, like, a full... Movie. Yeah. Yeah, like I, 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 for some reason nowadays, I always prefer stylized over realistic. That's fair. I, I, I think I, it's one of the one of the many reasons I love the Warcraft game is it's so stylized, but it makes it just feel so fleshed out. If that makes sense. Yeah, that's fair. Yeah. Anyway, sorry. <laughs> so the hair love, I gotta check that out. Yeah, uh, I'm sure that I could watch find that somewhere. It's I, I would imagine they may have put it up somewhere. Like that's what I'm thinking. Yeah. yeah. It's so 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 good. Yeah. Um, best original score went to Joker, which I loved because the music in that is so well done. Mm-hmm. It's it's properly atmospheric. It's so good. There is not a wasted note in that score. Right. The music's very integral to that. Movie. Yes, absolutely. Uh, so very very cool that. Um, Best original song went to I'm Gonna Love Me Again from Rocket Man, uh, which, yes, yes, uh, all the times, yes, because it's Elton John. Like, um, Still haven't seen that. I gotta check that out. Oh, it's good. It's very yeah. good. It's much more, it's more stylized than uh, Bo Rap was, yeah. but it's, it's also a lot less formulaic. I mean, I, yeah. I loved Bohemian Rhapsody. But it's ve- mm-hmm. it's a very like you know how the story beats are gonna work. Rocket okay. Rocket Man is much more is is a visual feast in a sense. Okay. Uh, it's but it, uh, it's really good. It's its own kind of of rockumentary, if you will. It's so yeah, definitely definitely worth checking out. Cool. Uh, and I mean, it's Elton John. You know, it's yeah. How can you go wrong? Right. But, um, so that was best original song, well deserved. Best sound editing, Ford vs. Ferrari, agreed, no question. Uh, sound mixing, 1917, can't argue with that. Um, I think that was like the only one that, the only other one that Star Wars was nominated for, so I was kind of pulling for that one. Um, yeah. But again, I, I I don't hate it. I I can't argue with it. Like it's it's really good. Um. Where were we? Production design, Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. I think that mm. was a that was almost a ringer. Like I don't even think that was fair. 
Right. Because there was yeah. no way that wasn't going to win. Um, but I mean, but we it created also, Hollywood back then. <laughs> yeah, but it, I mean, it, it deserved it. It absolutely, right. hands down, deserved it. Oh, yeah, um, yeah, yeah. Just because of all the different designs. Like, so, so many and so good. Um, but you did. You absolutely felt like this was Hollywood in the 70s. Right. You know, full stop. But, uh, you know, we go from that to uh, cinematography. 1917 was a shoe-in. Like, yeah. there was no debate. There, there, right. there just wasn't. It, it was always going to be this. Yeah. Uh, for as good as, as anything else was, it, 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 I mean, this was just miles and miles beyond anything else. Right, right, right. There was no, no way. Um, hair and makeup went to Bombshell. Mm-hmm. Uh, again, a good choice. You know, can't argue with that. Um... Costume design, Little Women, agreed, hands down. Uh, yeah. Film editing, Ford vs. Ferrari. I, you know, again, I, it was one of my favorite films of the last year, so I'm never going to argue with an award it wins. Uh, right. I could see people saying, 1917, 1917, and they, you know, I wouldn't have said they were wrong. Um, yeah. And then visual effects, nineteen seventeen. Again, you know, we we talked about that. As, you know, yeah. I, I I I can't argue with it, but it it wouldn't have been my choice. Yeah. But yeah, no. I mean, for the most part, it seems like there were some surprises in here. But for the most part, it, there there's no. There, it doesn't seem like anyone was like, "How could that win?" You right. Know? They weren't bad, but they weren't. How did this win? Kind of surprises. Right. They were like, "How dare this movie?" Those kind of surprises. It was like, right. "Oh man, this was awesome!" Like we didn't expect this, but that's really cool. Those kind of surprises. Yeah, yeah, totally, totally. Like, and those and those are always fun. You love those. Yeah. But. Cool. You know, all in all, it was a good. It's a good spate of awards. It was a good. It was a good show. It was a fun show. Um. But you know. It was it was a good night. It was a good night for for movies. They uh, they really need to remember that uh, that uh, black people act. Really. Yeah, that, they, I uh, mean that was Walking Phoenix's big speech at the BAFTA. Yeah, uh, this this year was was just about compassion. That was his that was his Oscar speech. If I had to sum it up, I would say compassion. But it's yeah, it's it's a ride. It's it's wild. Yeah. Oh but, yeah. You know. Um, it's there there was a there was a lot of of deserved shade thrown at the fact that you know where where are about you know oscar's still so white and it's true yeah it's very true i mean there's there's some steps forward like especially with movies like parasite and whatnot winning yeah um but you know, there's leaps. There, there's still leaps and bounds more to go. It's um, it's it's one step forward, two steps back. It it always seems like. And I feel like I feel like the representation is is represented in a lot of the categories, except for like actor, actress. How, how actor, Eddie Murphy, actress. right? How Eddie Murphy wasn't nominated for Dolomite is is a crime because damn right. did he earn it. Like right. I, I'm really surprised he wasn't nominated, and he should have been. Exactly. Um, but, exactly. You know, it's it's not it's not a case of oh we need to find somebody to put in there. You know, no, they, no, they are no. it. I, they absolutely deserve these nominations. Right. Oh yeah, I, I think like I said, I I think it's you know seeing Parasite win um, to kind of Taika Waititi. Like there's some. There's some categories where it's like, okay, finally some representation, but 
a lot of the big ones like actor, actress, all that. It, it's director. Not... I mean, Greta Gerwig not being nominated director. for Little Women was was another travesty. Right. But you had what Bong Bong uh, Joon Ho win for that one, right? This yeah. Year? Uh, it's um and and again uh, thrilled, genuinely, genuinely thrilled for for him and for that whole team and that whole crew. Yeah. Uh, and his. His his translator had a night too, and I don't have her name in front of me. I had it a little while ago, and she like I mean she to be on point like she was mm-hmm. that whole night. Um, yeah, I gotta watch it. Yeah, it was like one of the, like I said, I've been lost in Azeroth this week, so it was one of the times where like all my friends were on. I I should socialize some bit. I was on you know in the yeah. chat. I contemplated, I was like, oh, I want to watch it, but then I thought about watching it later, and I was like, no, it's kind of watching a game later. Yeah. I already know the outcome, but yeah. Sharon Choi is her name, mm. okay. uh, and she is also a filmmaker. She's working on a on a feature-length screenplay of oh. her own, so that's going to be very cool. Um, but but yeah, watch, watch his speeches, and go in order. It's, uh, oh, what is it? It's best... Best screenplay, I think. I think it's best screenplay, best international, best director, and then uh, he's and then watch best picture so that you can see. Hopefully, they kept in like how they were going to cut them out, and the whole like crowd was right. just like, no, 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 we no, these people deserve <laughs> this moment. We're going to have this because yeah. it's a it's a really great moment. Like it's it, it'll make you it'll make your heart swell. It's fantastic. But his, and then there's a video that Variety had of him because you know after the show they go and they get the little engravings done mm-hmm. on the awards, and uh, he's he puts them up there for the engravers and they you know they're they're taking him and they're congratulating him and he looks at him and he goes I I'm he goes I'm I'm very sorry for for all the hard work there's too many of them, and it's, oh, wow. it's it's beautiful because it's not he's not bragging. He's really just like I don't know what's happening here. I don't feel like I deserve this. I'm so grateful. I thank you. This I don't even know. It's so right. it's so pure. It's fantastic. And he's, you know, I I get done with Parasite and I'm gonna want to watch whatever else he has done. Oh yeah. Because he oh god, it's fantastic. It's so yeah. it's it's so great. His and his speeches are fantastic. His first one is very much the sincere kind of this you know i i love this movie and and we did everything and 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 mm-hmm. thank you so much and uh the end of the second one is like thank you uh i promise i i i drink a lot tonight <laughs> <laughs> and he does the same thing at the end of the third one he's or it's or it's like i go the second one is very much like i'm going to drink after the award show after the third one after best director he's like i'm really going to get drunk <laughs> <laughs> But it's so like it's so earnest and so heartfelt. Like you, you love this guy. By by the time you're done watching these speeches, he's just so pure. It's fantastic. That's it's, great. Yeah, it's I was so good. I was trying to find it online while you're going over it. <laughs> just saw this. I guess there's an article about uh, please enjoy uh, Bong Joon Ho and Takeda Waititi not knowing what to do with their Oscars. <laughs> yes, that's great. It shows him, shows like like putting it underneath his seat, like if he's on a plane, he doesn't know yes, where to put it. <laughs> he, he puts another seat in front of him. So good. That's great. It's, That's great. It's fantastic because these are this is what you love to see. You know, there's there are the yeah. people that have fun with it the other way. You know, where it's where you know we're gonna have this enshrine this this award enshrined and everything. Who go like that whole extravagant route with it in mm-hmm. humor. 
and right. get it. Like, yes, this is a huge deal, but we also have to not take ourselves tremendously seriously. And then you have right. this end of the spectrum where it's just like, I don't, this, this thing, what do I do with this? Like, I, I never yes. imagined being here. What is this? Yeah, you know, that's uh, exactly. But I was, um, so like, I'm very, I'm very excited to see what he does next. And, and yeah. I, I want to see what else he's done. Yeah. Um, I, I think it's great, especially for those two people, man. Um, the, the, what they did now, I didn't, don't know Parasite, especially with like Jojo Rabbit, like, yeah, like to something like that. That's so fucking risky. It's, it was. Um, it's a ma- it's a massive risk when you're like, yes, here's a satire where we're focusing yeah. on a child and his imaginary friend Hitler. Like right. that's like you're you are asking for a lot of trouble. Yeah. Oh yeah. Um, oh yeah. Very problematic. And and to see it and to see those those two people uh, to win. That's yeah. fantastic. I something that I should have realized. Getting back to to Bong Joon Ho for a second. Mm-hmm. You, I can I can give you one movie that he did. Snowpiercer. Oh, he did Snowpiercer on Netflix. Yes, he did Snowpiercer, and if 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 anybody has not seen Snowpiercer by now, shame on you. It's amazing. Yeah, yeah, that was one of those. It was like I remember you were telling me you were like, "This is gonna look dumb at first. It's gonna look like a like it's a movie about a train that can't stop and and but just get go with it." And yeah, it's wild. Yeah, it's wild. Yeah, it's it's no good. I I forgot. I genuinely Chris forgot Evans. he did that. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I totally forgot that he directed that. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, so that that gives you an insight into you know if that was that good, how good must Parasite be? It's that good. Yeah. Like, oh yeah. But there's what else is there? There's the host. I don't remember. I don't remember the host. I mean, I remember it, but I don't remember it. Like, I remember when this was a thing, but I never saw it. But that was another one he did. Um, oh, he did the host. He did the host. Yeah, two thousand. That's the one with the creature. Um. Uh, yeah, yeah, that makes sense. That's right. He's from Korea. That was the Korean film, um, with like the monster from the from like the lake, and it like comes up on shore. This was years ago, dude. This was right out of high school, I 2000, think. Yeah, 2006. Yes. Yes, yes, yes. Okay, yes, it was a couple years. I remember I remember uh, renting this at Blockbuster, I think. Um, wow. But yeah, that, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, I remember seeing that. But yeah, this one was his, too. He, he wrote and directed this one, too. That's awesome. So, yeah. So I yeah I I want to go back through because there's there's a few a few that he's done, uh that I had like I I never saw the host um what's there was another one here it's uh come back to me uh Memories of Murder is apparently another one that's very very good um mm. and it was one of his first so I'm I'm down like I I really want to check these out I need to finish yeah. Parasite first but right. Yeah, man. Oh, that's crazy. I I was thinking about the host, but I didn't know yeah. I didn't know he was attached to that. I was thinking about like foreign films that I saw that were really good. Yep. Um, and that one was good. Yeah, that's I just remember there was like this creature under a bridge or something. And yeah, it was wild. But very, very cool. Very, very cool. Yeah. 
So, so that covers the Oscars. Uh, but yeah, go <laughs> go watch his speeches. Watch watch M's performance. Um, I'm trying to think if there were any other big highlights. Steve Martin and Chris Rock did a fun little like dialogue. Um, oh, that's cool. It was it was neat. But it was basically just about how there are no hosts, and uh, it's it's great because it opens with Steve saying, "Chris, you and I have both hosted the Oscars for, and I have to say this is a wonderful demotion." And it just <laughs> it just kind of rolls. It's that's it's funny. <laughs> but but yeah, check out check out the highlights, especially especially uh, Bong's speeches, because they're yeah. they're so fantastic. Um, yeah, but. We'll we'll cut through some of the headlines. Uh, there's not a ton of news this week, which is good because you know we've spent almost two hours on the Academy Awards. Which, yeah, um, <laughs> we got news. Um, we are finally going to get the Hamilton movie, which I'm very, 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 very excited about. Yeah, um, October fifteenth, twenty twenty one. It's obviously not going to be this year. For contract reasons, there there was whenever you do a filming of a Broadway show, the rights are very they, there is a big tangled web because of all of the different uh, union organizations that go into both Broadway and Hollywood. Uh, so it's a whole it's 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 just a it's just very very tangled. There's just a lot to to have to to get through. And everything, um, just because they're two very different uh, media, in a sense, and there's that's that's why stuff like that usually, it's it's why we get a lot of movie versions of musicals or very like like almost like off Broadway filmed versions, kind of yeah. Um, but what they did, like, this is already filmed. It's already filmed and done. It's just a matter of the the way the rights work. They're not able to release it. I don't think they were able to release it until this year. But because we have In the Heights coming out this summer, um, they're going to put this off till next year, which I'm fine with. Um, it's a, it's, it's what's, what they're calling a live capture film, which is basically just a, a multi-camera filming of the performance but they're very dynamic cameras okay it's it's not just oh hey we pointed you know three cameras on stage from a balcony or something okay it's it's more it's it's more dynamic than that um cool but very 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 excited didn't they do this they did this with the book of mormon right did they i was i was not aware of that i thought they did I could be wrong. I don't. I don't think there was a movie version of the Book of Mormon yet. Okay. I felt like it came out in the theaters though. Um, at I, some point. Oh, I don't remember that at all. Yeah. Um. You sh- are you sure? Sure. Yeah. I, I like. I saw the. I remember seeing the trailers in the theater. I. I, I could be wrong though. I I really feel like I would remember that. Yeah. It's possible I don't. It's it's very possible I don't. Yeah. Okay, yeah, you're probably right. I don't know why I saw like trailers. <laughs> I put in the Book of Mormon movie and it's just all these bad movies. Oh god, don't do no, don't do that because there was one in 2000 and like two or three or something and it's just awful because yeah. it's 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 actually the Book of Mormon. 
Right. Oh, <laughs> no, 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 right, no. Right. right, yeah. So Broadway, first U.S. national tour, Chicago, Weston, second European. Yeah, you're right. I guess it didn't, it did not, um, didn't go to the theater. Now, at least not yet. I really feel like there's, there's gonna be. I feel like that could be one that has enough mainstream appeal, like, uh, uh, like Hamilton. Oh yeah. Oh no question. Oh yeah. 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 Um. I mean that that's what starred what Josh Gad or whatever. Yeah, I think so. Yeah. Sorry. Go ahead. <laughs> no, it's I. I'm pretty. Yeah, I think Josh was in this. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he was. He was one of the elders. Yeah. But uh, and it's really funny because uh. Uh, Jonathan Groffman was in uh was in Hamilton and there where is oh, well. it where is it that their paths cross oh it's gonna bother me I feel like it's 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 frozen because I'm pretty sure Groff is uh uh help me out here the the guy mm-hmm. in frozen the only one uh uh Christoph yes thank you Oh, you're right. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> yeah, I couldn't. I don't know why I was drawing such a blank. Yeah, but ah, uh, so good, so so very good. Um, yeah. But so that'll be neat. We'll get that. We get the. Uh, we get that next year. Coming from Disney. Disney acquired the rights for seventy-five million. <laughs> oh my god craziness but hey there is there is absolutely demand for it and this will sell out like crazy oh yeah and it'll be cool to have that on disney plus i'm i am going to be very interested in how hey if they got the rights they got the rights they they got the rights yeah you pay that much money i bet you bet bottom dollar it's gonna be on disney plus after in the theater oh yeah no no I'm just curious because I I seem to remember there is some fairly strong language at points. That's okay. That's okay. Uh-huh. Is it though? I don't see a lot of Disney movies with the f-word in them. Um uh, You think the movie's going to be rated R? I I don't know. I think it's going to be interesting, that's for sure. Are there any movies on the Disney no. Plus? No, there are not. Man, that would be a shame if that's not on there. PG PG thirteen is as far as it'll go, and I wonder. I guess Hulu. I maybe, but I feel like they can. I, I I'm just gonna. I'm just kind of wondering if there is, and I is all the f words needed, or are they able to move it to like one? That's that's kind of what I'm. I'm wondering if they can get rid of them entirely. Yeah, and I and I don't know. I do not have an answer, so I couldn't tell you. Yeah, but cool. we we shall see. We shall see. Mm-hmm. Um, but anyway, that's gonna be interesting. Um, we got the uh the first trailer for Fast Nine. Oh boy, did we? <laughs> did 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 we ever? You gotta you gotta hand it to them. They really know what they're doing. Uh, <laughs> I told you. I, you know, I've been calling this for years. You, you have, you absolutely have, and I I've, told you they gotta bring him back. I, I always was just like somebody. I, at at this point, like I'm, I, I keep forgetting we're watching a comic book universe, so of course yeah, nobody totally. stays dead. <laughs> nobody stays dead. Uh, absolutely. It's, just, it's gonna be a, something to watch. That's for sure. <laughs> you think they'll bring Gal Gadot back? 
I, you know, what she, how did she die? Like she fell off the plane. Hey, <laughs> things can happen. I mean, you know, Han got blown up, so I don't know what to tell you. I, Is it really Han, though? I, oh, don't even start with this. I don't. I, I mean, I think that's why they had him eating when he walked in, because I was like, they gotta be like, is that a clone? Is that an? Uh, is that is that really him? He's eating. It's gotta be him. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, that's <laughs> fair. That's very fair. That was my thought when people were, <laughs> people were like, no, no I, 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 yeah, I, I don't. I, I'm trying to think of his death and if they actually showed, because I don't think they showed him, like. It's one of those he'll be pulled away or something like that. I, 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 My theory is that but... he set that up. He uh... wanted to disappear and actually go. He was tired of that life, and that was his way to actually retire. Maybe. But... Um, I don't know. I have to go back and watch Fast and Furious 3 again to see if that would even make sense in that. It doesn't make sense, but... Is, anyway. is there the wiggle room for that where you can look at it and just go, eh, I see it, uh, fine, fair. Like that grudging sort of like, yeah, okay. I really yeah. just, I really feel like, though, they show him in the car. Like it's that it's that kind of shot where it's like him, they're looking at the car and it's like him through the windshield and then it explodes. Yeah, I mean, I don't know. They'll, they'll, ha they'll definitely have a... Uh... A lot of explaining to do. Yeah. What is, what is that? The Lucy, the, you got some explaining to do. Yes, exactly. You know, you know where I was going with that. Yeah. Um. Uh. But I am so thrilled. I've never been so hype watching a trailer in so many years than when that moment happened. I literally stood up. Yeah. I got texts from people. <laughs> I got texts from people telling me. Oh my God, Adam! Did you see this? You, they thought of me when they saw that moment, nice. uh, and I thought, you know, like my Facebook. One of my friends, she's like, "Oh my God, I saw that on Facebook." I immediately thought of you because, like, yes, that. <laughs> I'm glad that I, people think I identify with on so much <laughs> at that moment that <laughs> they thought of me. But uh, man, I couldn't have been more thrilled. I, the, the series we've talked about it, how it just flat out ridiculous is, and the more you you just lean into that the more fun you have from what i understand they want the next one to be the final one the next one is going to be the final one and vin diesel is even talking about it being in two parts totally of, of course. course it's gonna be like in game it's well like i mean like everything hunger games did it harry potter did it like why not you know yes yes so, <laughs> so it's, i it's like we're gonna I, do 10 but it's gonna be like 10 1 and 10 2 it's suddenly i'm having final fantasy flashbacks and I, yes, exactly. And I imagine it will be exactly like the Marvel movies where they're even calling this the Fast Saga. So this will be the end of the saga, but I guarantee you there will be way more Fast and Furious movies. It just might not be. Although, I mean, you know, there'll be spinoffs like crazy. We're going to have, we're going to have more than just Hobbs and Shaw. I can almost guarantee that. Yes, yes. There'll be spinoffs and then maybe in 10 years they all get back together again, which is maybe the kind of a cool way to do it um i wouldn't hate that like give that some time to pass and then do it that way i, just, I wouldn't hate that absolutely now you got ryan reynolds you got kevin hart and now if you had spinoff movies you can introduce very different characters and have different kind of movies yeah uh, like now that han's back dude i want more in in tokyo like that was just so different and so cool and it's such a style to it um i want more of that uh uh, so I hope we get more of that. Um, and now, it, who's the one directing this? It's, is, is it? Is it? It's um, not Jeremy Lin again. I don't think. Man, if they could get him back, 
I, uh, you'll probably be able to pull it up faster than I will. I could not tell you. Uh, F9. Um, uh, can we, no, it is uh, not Jeremy Lin. Excuse me, Justin Lin. It is Justin, Justin Lin. Yeah. It is. Okay, cool. Yes. Um, Jeremy that's Lin. why Jeremy, I wanted to be doing it. Jeremy Lin was, what, a basketball player? Oh, it's gonna, I'm not sure. It's going to bother me now because I know that name from somewhere. I thought you said Justin Lin, so maybe you did say no. Jeremy. Yeah, Jeremy Lin's a basketball player. Justin yeah. Lin. Awesome. Right. Th- yeah, that's that's I who just... I wanted to do it. And, and... He did um, – he's doing 10. He's doing – he did what, six? Where I think he came on board on six, yeah. Yeah. Man, there, there's so many different names. Like there was Fast and Furious, but it wasn't the Fast and Furious. But I think that was like the, that was six. The six one. Yeah, no, yeah, yeah. no, that was four. Okay, so he came on for Tokyo Drift. He did the fourth one. I guess he did the fifth. He did the six. And he's doing nine, and he's doing ten. Okay. So I have to. It's gonna bother me that I can't remember because. The Fast and the Furious was one. Too Fast, Tokyo Drift. Uh, what was Too Fast, Too Furious, Tokyo Drift? Fast and Furious was four. Fa- oh, Fast and Furious six was literally just Fast and Furious six. Yes. Okay. Furious seven, Fate of the Furious, and now F nine, which is just like uh, <laughs> it was like they just gave up. It, they... <laughs> F9. Yeah. Isn't that a command on it? It is. Keeper? I don't know what it does. But... <laughs> right. Um, <laughs> what if they just call the last one Fast and Furious Endgame? <laughs> I, I, I got this nothing for you, This is a big you, shot across the board. <laughs> I, I wouldn't be surprised. Be across the bow. What, what, what's that phrase? Bow. Yeah, it. across the bow. Yeah. <laughs> Man. Oh, I, I love this franchise. I love how ridiculous it is. It's it is, and you have to remember that when you sit down and watch like any of it. Yeah, you have to remember it's just kooky, and it's intentionally kooky, like it's supposed to be. Yes, yes. Oh yeah, people give me the eye roll when I tell them Tokyo Drift's my favorite. <laughs> I that was my first Fast and Furious movie. Was Tokyo Drift? Oh, really? We probably I, talked about this before. I, I, but we probably have to have at some point. Yeah, that's wild. That was the first one you saw. Yep. Wow. Because I, I just, I had no interest in it. And it was like, no, but this one looks kind of cool. And I I feel like this came out, it either it was either around the same time as Need for Speed Underground, the first one, the good one for GameCube, either came out or I was getting into it. And it was, oh, like, yeah. and it was like, oh, this is about, because it had drifting in it. And I had yes. never, like, this was something I'd never heard of. I'm like, I don't know what the hell this is. Oh, man. So many things, uh... Try, not copied this, but so many things saw this and was like, yes, let's put it in the games. Yeah. Let's put it in this. Let's put it in that. Um, especially, I feel like Need for Speed looked at the Fast and Furious series and we're like, let's kind of ape that, like, as it goes along. Right. <laughs> um, absolutely. Yeah, no, the, the first one was, was the original. That, that was the first one I saw. And I liked it, but I'm not a car guy. So, like, it didn't get, it didn't get my... My, you know, my hairs didn't stand up when I saw it. I, I didn't understand a lot of the, you know, I know cars enough to like, to make sure it's not going to break down and to like know, you know, I change my oil and stuff like that, but I'm not a car guy, right? Right. Just like a lot of people aren't, they like video games, but they couldn't put a PC together if their life saved them. So uh, that kind of thing, like I'm not a car guy. So I saw the first one, I was like, okay, 
like it's got some funny quotes and like it was cool racing and stuff. The second one I hated. I was not a fan of the second one. The second and one I, the second one tried to be like the new bad boys, I feel like. Yes, I don't know what like I don't know if it was because it was Tyrese or something just set me off. I've never really been a fan of Tyrese movies, but something just made me not a fan of that. Uh, and then the third one is what right just got me back. My buddy saw it in the theater and he was like, "You have to see this, Adam. I think you would love this movie. It's really cool." And I had totally written off the Fast and Furious series as like. Uh, that's not interest me at all. And then for whatever reason, the story about him going over to Japan, just a fish out of water and getting involved in, in street racing was just, I thought it was the coolest thing. <laughs> and, and, and I just thought, I, and of course, Han, his name's Han Solo. I thought that was so fucking cool. Um, it just, it, everything about that film I thought was just, stylistic i just love the style of it yeah i loved how ridiculous it was and that's when i embraced the ridiculousness of it uh it was from that movie forward and i was like okay i'm in <laughs> like i'm totally in and then it just got even more ridiculous because like the next few ones they brought the cast back and then finally they brought the rock in and that's really where it set off yeah that was when they were like oh you thought we were weird and hard before like yes watch this Yes, and then it just became like just this ridiculous ride, and 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 that's what it is. And then once you embrace that, and that's that, that, maybe that's the problem I had is I didn't embrace it in the second one, but that third one really roped me in. Well, because I feel like the second one was still trying to be kind of serious, right? Like not not to the level that the first one was, but yeah. because the first one is like a very serious kind of like it's about cars and smuggling, right? Like it's it's. Well, a legit it's trying to be like a crime movie maybe it's the video game head of me but i i like it felt like persona before i knew what persona was and that's fair like a fish out of water like that's the setup of every persona game is like this kid goes to a new town and you know he's got to get mixed in with these kids and get like it, that whatever that whatever reason that part of that story i really connected with and i thought that's awesome uh and, and it wasn't just a new city it was like it's this this kid with like a southern accent suddenly going to Japan. Yeah, you've got um, you've got the Alabama kid going to Tokyo. Like that's just right. Like that's never going to work. Right, exactly. And and I for whatever reason I loved it and I thought it was Han was the coolest character and 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 then what happened to him? Uh, I the whole ever since then, you know, I've been like he's got to come back. And then especially with Jason Statham, I was mad ever since. Because he shouldn't be invited to the barbecue after that. So I'm sure we'll get some answers. Maybe. Yeah. <laughs> we got we got to know. So anyway, I, I, I can't wait for this. I, I Man, I, 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 I kind of want to own this series, but there's nine movies. It's kind of expensive. <laughs> oh, I'm sure you can pick up like if you if you don't want to get like an official collection kind of deal. I'm sure you can find the first couple like in the five dollar bin. Easy. Yeah, for sure. I, I think there's got to be like a deal digitally, right? Because I would actually kind of prefer that. I would imagine like, so. Um, Furious Collection. Let's see here. There's there eight deal. movie collection digital. It 
Mm-hmm. No, actually, the whole collection for eight movies for 4K is $74. Yeah, that's not. Yeah, I'm seeing it here on Amazon. That's not bad at all. DVD, 38. Blu-ray, 44. That's that's actually way cheaper than I thought because that's like the price of getting all of the like Lord of the Rings extended editions or something. That's like three movies. Yeah. No, that's not. That's genuinely not bad. No, 40. So I'm looking at 45 bucks blu-ray for all of them and that's not like that's not here's bad. the problem is they have a collection after every movie so do i wait until, probably wait until the 10 come out yeah i mean it's like trying to get marvel collections like just yeah. just wait just wait and then by the time it comes out it's like well i have them all on disney so should i uh, yeah except you won't <laughs> that's true you're right we should always buy physical yep yeah man but, cool, cool, cool. So there was that. Um, where are we on the notes here? I've lost my place. Oh, speaking of of Disney and Marvel, uh, Doctor Strange two. We know that uh, that uh, its its director left over the fabled creative differences uh, issue. Uh, mm. So they are they are courting other directors, and apparently they are talking to Sam Raimi to direct. I don't know about that. No, I don't either. I actually think this is a bad idea. That's a terrible idea. I did see that they got one of the writers from Rick and Morty to come in and help with uh, the writing for this. I'm not sure how I feel about that. I like that. Rick and Morty is pretty smart when it comes to that stuff. I know there's a stereotype of, uh, uh, I don't know, people being on the internet ridiculous about Rick and Morty. Like, they, oh, you're, you're not intelligent enough to understand. It's not, it's not like that. But, like, the writing is smart, and I think that the – the the it gets um, what am I trying to explain? It gets, it it gets, gets a, weird. Okay. It gets it, Rick and Morty gets very weird, very timey wimey, very um, very Dungeons and Dragons, I guess, if that makes sense. Okay. Like Rick and Morty, uh, uh, it, 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 I don't know, how to, I don't know how to explain it. Um, they do that kind of humor very well. Where it's very timey wimey, it's very science, um, it's very but like goofy. Does that make sense? Like not like, yeah. Like, I, like I, they're not talking about astrophysics, but like it, it does a good job at explaining very much weird multiverse stuff. Like there's a whole episode where I don't know, I, it, dude. It's so hard to explain without sounding like an idiot. <laughs> um. I guess when I when I saw this, I just thought that actually makes a ton of fucking sense for Doctor Strange two, which is all about the multiverse. Yeah, fair enough. Um, that kind of writer. I know I know that show gets so much shit because of the fan base, but like I don't think that's fair. Like I feel like I like that show, but I don't tell people about it because of how. It's kind of like Star Wars now, I guess. Like it, <laughs> I love the movies, even the ones that are garbage. I'm still like okay. Like I'm not – I wasn't crazy about that, but I'm also not going to be crazy about that. And I feel like that's what's happened with Rick and Morty. Fair enough. Is that their fan base is so toxic, uh, but the show's good. You know, it's 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 good writing. So I like that. Uh, the, yeah, but Sam Raimi. God, I no. Sam, what Sam... was the last thing he directed? No, he didn't direct Crawl. What was the last Wizard thing? of Oz? What? Didn't he do the Oz movie? Oh, Oz the Great and Powerful, or whatever it was. Yeah. He's done things since, but I can't remember what. 
Sam Raimi filmography. The last movie he directed was Oz the Great and Powerful. Wow, damn, really? Yeah. Holy hell. That was, yeah. It's been seven years. Jesus. And those, like, that, I don't know. Those Spider-Man movies, the first one, the second one, great. But he also did the third one. And it's just such a different style compared to nowadays. I here's that kind of comic book movie. I don't want in 2020. Yeah. No. Here's there. One one of the guys at work said this best. When you give Sam Raimi a budget, he forgets how to direct. Oh wow. His like best his best movie because I mean Evil Dead he made for like you know two fifty and some cheese sticks. That's like true. <laughs> that was the budget for that movie. But when you when he gets money, I mean, and look at the Spider Man movies. They live and die with their villains. But but here's the thing is his style and that like because you do see some of that style in the Spider-Man movies and that works for back then. Yeah. Now it I'd, comes off as it's it's weird. it's it's hokey almost. Okay. And I and yeah. I hate that, but it is. It's very of its time. And I don't think I I love the idea of something being Raimi-esque. But I don't want to actually see it be a Raimi production. I tell you what, if they somehow did a multiverse Spider-Man movie, oh, hell, and he go. enters those movies at some point, it would be neat to see him direct that part of the movie just to keep real with it. I that would be fair. Neat. Fair. I'm alright. Dude, imagine a Spider-Man television show where. It was multi-dimensional, and they hopped between dimensions. And one of the episodes was directed by Sam Raimi, and he, they got Tobey Maguire and all of them back on board for an episode. I, that would be cool to see. It would. It's never gonna happen, but it would. never gonna happen. And then the next episode, you could have a completely different director. Completely, that would be fun, but not as like here's the next <laughs> movie, <laughs> or I'm sorry, here's a uh, Doctor Strange. Yeah, where it's like. That that character is on thin ice to begin with, I think. Yeah. Out of all the the movies that came out around that time from Marvel, that one I think probably did the weakest. Um, that one you really got to knock out of the park. This is kind of like a Thor two situation where it a lot of people liked. Um, I think a lot of people liked the character, but they thought the movie was forgettable. Yeah. And so this is where you like you really gotta you gotta do something different and like what they did with Thor three was perfect. Yeah. Um, and if you're gonna do Doctor Strange, I think that writer for the Rick and Morty is 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 awesome because he they that show just dives into multiverse. That's all that show is about. Actually, is them going into the multiverse and 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 trying to kill them not kill themselves and all sorts of crazy shit um, while also being funny. Uh, that's kind of what you want from Doctor Strange. His moments in Thor three were some of my favorite. Yeah, absolutely. Where like <laughs> with the beer and everything else, like that's perfect. That's what you do with Doctor Strange. You make it fucking weird and crazy and kooky and and bizarre and like tiny wimey and and him trying to not fuck himself over in in, in the multiverse or whatever. Uh, <laughs> that's it's just so per it's literally perfect. Um. But yeah, Sam Raimi. I don't know about that. <laughs> I don't. Yeah, no, I don't. I don't think that's a great idea. It's not right, where I want right. to see that go. Um, oh, also, it's the same writer for Loki, the one doing the um, Doctor Strange. Oh, he's doing the Loki series as well. Yes. Interesting. Well, they are going to like they, these things are all going to be connected. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, oh, I guess he did. He, it makes sense for Rick and Morty. He also did Harmon Quest, which is like 
their Dungeons and Dragons. Which, by the way, did you know Rick and Morty is an official Dungeons and Dragon thing? I'm not surprised. Yeah, like apparently they're so into it. So anyway, yeah, yeah. So, uh, it, man, Loki. Did, did we we haven't talked. Do we talk about that trailer? Uh, I don't think so. I don't think we've been here since Super Bowl. Okay. Yeah. So that that was my favorite part of that trailer. Where he was like, I'm going to burn it all to the ground. Well, because this is pre-redemption, Loki. Like, yes. there's no, this is still evil tyrant wants to conquer Earth and is afraid of Thanos, Loki. Yep. Like, <laughs> I love that. I you know. love that he was just like, I'm going to burn everything to the ground. That was probably the best. Well, I don't know. The, the Wakanda, or not Wakanda. The Vision Wanda stuff was also super cool. Yeah. Where they're like, what's going on? Yeah. And and all of that, it, it makes sense. All of that is tying into Multiverse of Madness, Loki, and um, and Wakanda Vision. Wanda Vision. Wanda. Why do we keep saying Wakanda? <laughs> Jesus, what's wrong with me? It's getting late. Um, but it may, this all makes sense. They're all tied into each other, and I guarantee you she's probably the one, the catalyst for all of it. We'll, I mean, we'll see. It'd be interesting. All the universe breaking. Yeah. yeah. That's cool. So where uh, where were we? Uh, well, we're talking about uh, mistakes that Disney and Marvel are making. Here's another one. Um, we're going to get a live action CG mix uh, remake of Lilo and Stitch because, of course, we are. I could see that. I Here's the thing. The only thing, literally the only thing about this that gives me any kind of hope is that uh, Chris Sanders is going to be voicing Stitch again? Yeah, he Lilo was. And Stitch was loved by a lot of people. Yeah. Oh yeah. No, I I absolutely adore. Like Lilo and Stitch is one of my favorite Disney movies. That's why I don't want to see this. Oh, it, it's not going to ruin what came before. I know. I just yeah. I just don't like. I I don't have faith that this is going to be good. I'm not one of those who says, well, ruin the original because then you just yeah. shut up and go no, back and No, I know you're not. It. I know you're not. I shouldn't have said that, but uh, I, I, I I, don't know. I, I think that's a neat idea. It's, it is, and I'm curious, but I'm just, my biggest thing is I worry about the design for Stitch. That's my that's my only thing because I have like, I, I'm I, PTSD, which is post-traumatic sonic, sonic disorder. Now. <laughs> like, Well, I, I, I honestly do hope a lot of studios saw what happened there and go, hey, these things that are beloved, it's okay to make them a little bit realistic, but let's stick to what actually has worked for all this time. I think, uh, I think if anything, it will look more like a Detective Pikachu. I'm okay with that. I'm okay with that, yeah. Yeah, like a lot of those Pokemon looked fucking weird in real life, but it wasn't as bad. Like Pikachu looked like Pikachu. That was the most important thing. Right. Um, and I think I think that that's the route they'll go, and it, that's kind of what they did with Sonic in this new one is, or when they redid him is he looks like he's a real character there, but he looks like Sonic. His eyes are just you know disproportionate, whatever that word. Yeah, it's no, I got late. you. Uh, but it, yeah, it, I I think the I think they're smart enough to do that now. I hope so. And that would be really weird if they were like, some guy comes in. So I got this really cool idea. Where we just make him pink, and then we move his eyes around to the back. Yeah, that would be really fucking weird. So, like one of the other six hundred and twenty-five experiments. Right. Exactly. Yes. Yeah. I think I'm sorry. To I, know that 
that he's the most iconic image of that movie. You yeah. can't mess with that. And I and I just I I oh man, just because I love it. I I genuinely adore that movie. I really want to go back and watch it again because yeah. Jumba is a fantastic character. That would be unethical. I would never ever make more than one. <laughs> see, I gotta see this movie again. I, I gotta tell you, oh, I've only dude. seen it a couple times. Oh, and... go back and watch it. It's so good. Lilo and Stitch is just a fantastic movie. Hey, and it's then... on Disney Plus. I'm actually go see that. Go, go do it because it's so. Oh, I love, I love Lilo and Stitch. Oh, you're right. I'm looking at what like the live action remake might look. <laughs> looks like a koala bear uh-huh yeah it's like i just i oh, that's I, terrible it I, can't look like that <laughs> no it's like i i have fear like i see that and i'm just like no no oh my god that does look terrible no 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 hopefully they make them look way more they gotta make them look cute but also like this thing could eat you right and it's very different you know it's like a dog in the sense yeah. of like aren't dogs adorable things and they're great and they're cute and sometimes they're derpy too and then right. sometimes you look at them and you just think, oh, my God, run for your life. Exactly. Like, that's it. And it's all in. It, that's all about expression. Like, that's what's great about that. Those are about, like, it, what is his face like? Is he? And you're, you're right, because if they make it look too realistic, you won't get that expression. No, no, they have to. And my the reason that I have fear about this is because of how much money Lion King made and yeah. how it's like, hey, it looks amazing. Yeah, but it wasn't interesting. Yeah, uh, I, I'm, I I would I would like to think that they saw that it made a lot of money, but also the critics were right about saying, "Hey, if there's really one thing we could change, we wish that they they realize that it is an animated movie, and it's okay that the animals are expressing more." Like, yeah, it's it's okay. Like it's 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 not going to completely take us out of it if the animals are way more expressive with their eyes and a little bit more stylized, I don't think it would have ruined the movie for anybody. No. Um, like we have lions walking around talking and, and <laughs> plotting their vengeance and stuff like, come on. Like <laughs> they think a, that's a bridge too far to make their eyes emote a little bit. Right. Um, <laughs> but yeah, so that'd be neat. But hopefully I, yeah, hopefully <laughs> Yeah. Um, in the meantime go yeah go watch that when we get done here watch that because i'm yeah, yeah. I, I'm check that out I'm, I'm gonna watch anaconda like i still <laughs> oh god anaconda. I, I, I blame you it's not a bad movie i i we, we in will context find out. It's, it's, uh, <laughs> there's the qualifier there it is in that time frame it was not a bad movie i, that's... I remember i'm truly enjoying that as a kid i that's probably fair yeah but I don't know. We'll find out. I know last time we talked, I was like, yeah, I'm going to go watch this. And then I just didn't because I value my sanity. But <laughs> I'm like, no, I'll try it this time. What the hell? I'll give it a shot. Yeah. But, uh, Check it out. It's, I will. Uh, what else do we have? Oh, speaking of things that don't need to be made, um, Ryan and Andy Toehill, uh, who did The Dig, are tapped to direct a reboot of the Texas Chainsaw Massacre because we need another one of those. <laughs> Uh, yeah okay oh so, so many better ideas all i have to do is pick one hey it's the the blacklist is a website that publishes these awesome screenplays that people in the industry have read and like make one of those for freaking change right but uh, yeah. i don't know i don't know but, uh, interesting news the hunt remember that movie that was supposed to come out in september 
Yep. Yeah, it's coming out in March. They're like, hey, cool. you know what? We've changed our minds. We're going to release right. this movie. It could come out March the 13th. Country's, the country's cooled down a little bit. Wait, no, it hasn't. <laughs> but... <laughs> we haven't, well, we haven't, had a, we haven't had a mass shooting in a while, so we'll go ahead and right. get this out of the way now. And it's like, My problem with this is that any slight attempt at cleverness you see in the trailer is undermined by the fact that it is just, I'm sorry, it's just a stupid premise. It's just stereotype group A hunts stereotype group B because. And that, like, there's no real cleverness to it. Yeah, I, don't, I didn't, I don't remember the trailer. The, the trailer is that uh, rich liberals capture stupid conservatives and hunt them. That's your movie. As opposed to the <laughs> other way around where it would be like, you know, backwoods Trump voting rednecks hunt, you know, Right, minorities. so it's reversed. Right, it's think. it's just it's just stereotypical and stupid. And those movies are always stupid, no yeah. matter like whether it's it's and it's not about like who's the hero and who's the villain. To me, if it's not clever, like what I, was the one movie that stuck out to me? I think it was with like Ice, uh, Ice T, uh, Surviving the Game. I don't remember that. Have you seen that? I don't. I don't think I have. It's called Surviving the Game. Um, okay. And it had Ice T and um, who was the other guy in it? Uh, Rutger Hauer. Rutger Hauer. Hauer, yes. Yeah, sorry. Oh, okay. Um, the guy from Blade Runner. Yes, and I feel like this was the movie that. Uh, oh, and it's got oh yeah, it's got a ton of people in it. It's got a what's his name? Uh, the Gary Busey, batshit crazy. Oh God, really? Gary Busey's in this? Of course, of course it is. Yes. So and this was it... the movie that stuck out to me, where like they invite Ice Ice T out to hunt with them, and he feels very uncomfortable because they're all just a bunch of you know white guys, just very different from him, <laughs> and he really feels it the whole time in the beginning of it, and uh, then and you know they try to like welcome him, they try to be cool or whatever. And then uh, he realizes, like, oh, yeah, he's the one they're hunting. Fair enough. Yeah. This came out, like, 1994. So, again, <laughs> of its time, I guess. Um, but that was the only one that's ever stuck out to me. I feel like every other movie that's tried to do this is trying to copy that. Yeah, they usually wind up bad because they just kind of are. Yeah. Well, I guess it's it's not just a bunch of white people that are hunting him. It's, there, there's a mixture of them. But that's what my mind thinks of when I when I think of that movie. Yeah, um, I mean, that's fair. Yeah. I think there was a, a few people that were of color that were in the group. But uh, it was it, – yeah, it, it – <laughs> It, that's what all of these movies remind me of. Anytime I see them, of like we're hunting, you know, we're you know we're hunting the ultimate game, which is humans, basically. Yeah. And uh, you know, as you as you can imagine, Ice T doesn't go down without a fight. <laughs> so no, I can. It's it's one of those not. like, and again, I guess I was a kid, so like it was very much like Predator or. Uh, any of those action movies that you know your 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 parents might rent at Blockbuster, because uh, they're like, yeah, well this this will this will be fine. Yeah, <laughs> actually thinking back is probably fucking terrible. <laughs> but um, I don't know. That that's the one that st sticks out to me. The surviving the game. Fair enough. So check it out. You might hate it. Yeah, I'll watch but... it right after I watch Anaconda. <laughs> yeah.
Let's just have I just myself a, being super action packed. Just have a big old double feature tonight. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> oh boy. Oh man, Gary Busey, Jesus. Yeah, he was a thing. Yeah, has a Charles S. Dalton in it too. D- Charles S. Dutton. Not a name I'm familiar with. I'm sure I'd know it if I saw him. When you see his face, uh, you'd be like, oh, I know that guy. He was in uh, Rudy, Alien 3, A Time to Kill. A lot of action movies. You'll you'll see. If you do watch it. (laughs) Fair enough. Fair enough. Got a 1994 film. Yeesh. Yeah. Surviving the game. Nice team. Gabusi got F. Murray Abraham is in this. Good God. Yeah. Charles S. Dunn. Oh, that guy. Yes. Okay. Okay, that guy. I remember him. I know. It's just like, oh, yeah, that guy, which is. And again, this is a movie I haven't seen since probably 1994 or maybe 1996, whenever I would have rented it. But I just remember it being like everything tries to be that movie. Uh, Yeah. But yeah, uh, Charles S. Dutton from such uh, box office classics as Scooby Doo WrestleMania Mystery. There uh, you go. Oh, did you see it's going to be in Hollywood next year? Yeah, because they're building a brand new stadium, so they like paid for everything. Like oh, they're wow. they're getting like they're like that stadium is going to host like this. It's got like the Super Bowl in twenty twenty two. I think it's got like mm. they they ponied up big for that. The Rock's got to be in that one. They got to have John Cena and The Rock in that one. If you think about it, that would be perfect. Here's here's a fatal four-way for the WWE title for you. The Rock, John Cena, Batista, and The Miz. That's true. <laughs> They'd have The Miz win just to be funny. Yes, but, they would because he's the only one that actually still wrestles. Yes, yes. Um, uh, yeah, that's what I mean. Vince would be like, fuck you guys. <laughs> um, but... um. I don't even mean like a main event. I guess, unfortunately, that would be the main event if it was Rock and John Cena again. Um, But that would definitely be crazy because they're going to be in the Fast and Furious movie in 10. Um, Yeah, they're going to have to be, be, right? Yeah, they're going to have to they're going to have to meet at some point. Yes. Oh, they'll both be invited to the barbecue. Trust me. (laughs) That's going to be a wild scene to see those two at at the barbecue together. Um, have you, have anyway. you seen the, uh, the Sonic trailer that has like the little jab at the Fast and Furious movies? No, no. What is it? What is it? <laughs> so there's a point it's during the scene where they're in the truck and they're being chased, uh, yeah. where what's his name? Who's the human? I can't remember who he is. Uh, decides he's going to climb it. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> he's going to climb in the back and he's going to take over. Uh, yeah. He's going to climb in the back of the truck and do some, I guess, cop stuff. I don't know. Uh-huh. Uh, and he puts the truck on cruise control because Sonic can't reach the pedals and tells him just he says, just keep us straight. I set it on cruise control and Sonic gets behind the wheel and he's just like, I feel immediately like Vin Diesel. Oh, that's it's, funny. It's all about family, Tom. And it's just like, oh, my God, they did oh, that joke. Oh, that's so good. They did that joke. Oh, I hate I myself. I've seen this. I hate myself. It was on YouTube. I saw it was on YouTube. Oh, uh, I got to see just that. Like, that's, oh, that's funny. I hate all of this. I hate it, but I love it. It's that kind of like, I love it, but I hate it kind of deal. It's like, it's like I get it. Ugh. 
I I don't want to laugh at this. Why am I laughing at this? Yeah, no, it totally makes sense that they would make those just jabs with him. Yeah. You know what doesn't make sense? What? How is Sonic not a part of Sonic the fast food restaurants like advertising? I... How how do they have a deal with like I forget who they have a deal with? It's like Hardee's or something. How are they not tied up with Sonic? And they have chili dogs there. I man, I I don't know. Our Sonic closed, so I wouldn't ask me. Do you guys not? You don't have Sonics around there anymore. Not anymore. No, we had we had one, and uh, it closed for remodeling. And apparently, the remodeling was uh, letting the weeds grow. <laughs> oh my God! They're like, we we're remodeling. They left. See you later. We're just <laughs> <Like>, going. <gone. laughs> yeah. Man, that's like equivalent of like going for a pack of cigarettes and not coming back. Yeah, basically. Like, that's, that's, that's Sonic. That's, that was what that was what Sonic did to Statesville. They were like, "We'll be right back. We're gonna put a new roof on." They had just like that place had caught fire like not that long before, and they did remodel it. Oh and my then, god! And then they put up on the sign. They were like closed for remodel, and everybody's like, "What again?" And then just nobody ever came back. Oh Jesus! I see. I I always get like I always have like a warped uh, viewpoint of what's big or small because orlando like there's sonics all over the place yeah this is a bigger city but i guess if it is a smaller city and there's only one or two when it's gone it's gone yeah Yeah. so what's like our like that's what happens in statesville when places close like right next to the sonic there used to be a longhorn steakhouse the employees Mm. came into work and found the note on the door closed forever sorry what that was it that Close was forever. Basically, <laughs> oh yeah. God. I don't. I don't remember exactly what it said, but that was the that gist be, of it. Not, that's was, not hilarious, but I'm saying that would be crazy. Yeah. It just said close forever. Um, the <laughs> the the Marquee Theater here in Statesville closed just oh, wow. like in the last couple of weeks, just gone. Just like they apparently there were some issues with the lease. I don't know the whole story, but what? it was apparent. It was another one of those things where it was like it was open and then it just wasn't. Dude, what's happening to your town? I the same thing that's been happening for the last ten years. Uh, that's every, crazy. Everything's leaving and nothing's coming in because I was laughing at first, but then it just seemed like one after the other, and now yeah. that kind of that really sucks. And, and good luck trying to open a small business in Statesville because there's no there's no money here. There's nothing here, man. And if you're trying to if you're trying to open a reputable street pharmaceutical business, the cops are just all over you. Like that's that's Wait, all. That's, that's, it's, that's that was a drug dealer joke. Um, oh, okay, gotcha. <laughs> I'm thinking of the pharmacist documentary. I'm like, is no. a reference to that? No, if you're, you know, they're just like that's that's what we've got in Statesville. Meth. That's it. Damn. We're we're losing Damn. everything else. We lost Sonic. We lost our only movie theater, and it was a decent movie theater. Like I re- like I I liked going there. It wasn't like some little hole in the wall. Oh my god, this place is disgusting. Kind of theater. It's a decent oh. little place. Um, and it was a ten screen. Which is big for a town like State. I mean, Statesville's got a population of like twenty-two thousand. It's not a you big. You said it was Marquee Cinema. Yeah, Marquee Statesville Ten, no longer open. Wow, it's crazy, and that's what's weird. Like, it's a ten screen. A ten screen isn't anything to sneeze at. Like, that's not bad. Mm. But you know, it, it no mas. Wow. Oh well, I guess. But yeah, stuff just leaves Statesville and nothing... Like, our mall is a tragedy. Our mall is nothing but just abandoned. There's like yeah. three stuff. It's, it's one of those where it's like, yeah, we've got a GNC and a Bath and Body Works and like two places that fix cell phones and that's it. That's the mall. Yeah. The rest of it is just empty space. I think we still have a Belk. 
But like, there's some malls like that here in Orlando. Like Orlando Fashion Square has been like that for a while. Has it really? Because it wasn't that bad when I was there. Oh well, I mean, there's still stores in there, but it's like dead. Like I don't even think there's a food court anymore, except for like two wow. things in the food court. Um, that's crazy because that wasn't that wasn't like that when I when I lived there. Like it wasn't great, but it wasn't that bad. Right. It's still got the movie theater in there, which I think is kind of what's keeping it afloat. The Oviedo Mall is another one that that will not be around in a couple of years. I think actually the city is going to. I think like a retirement home purchased it or something. And that has like more than 10 theaters. Actually, now that I think about it, that has like a ton of theaters in it. Have you ever been to the Oviedo mall? No, I haven't. Okay. Oviedo mall is, no, I guess fashion square is bigger, but I feel like the theaters in, in the Oviedo mall is what, like they built everything around that. Like it's the giant food court. The theaters are above it. There's probably five to seven theaters on each side and i went there to go see 1917 and it's got a bookstore in it it's got a couple stores but yeah all the big uh all the big stores left it so like no sears no macy's no nothing yeah and it's turned into a food court with a movie theater dang yeah and like a couple like random stores where like you can go and you know paint something and drink wine like it's like a bunch of weird not weird but like just not mall stores right you think of a mall and you know you think of you know there's some kind of toy store and there's a bath and body works and there's you know a couple jewelry stores like you know mall mall Uh, like Altamont mall is still that kind of mall uh the and then of course we have um uh uh the uh, millennium mall which is like the big mall with like the fancy stores yeah i still like going to Altamont because it's a normal mall the millennium i feel like i'm I, I feel like I get in there and suddenly I'm fifty dollars short, and I'm like, "How did this happen?" Right. I just got on the escalator. Yeah. And I, <laughs> how does I went by the Gucci store? What just happened? That's <laughs> yeah. that's, that's so, what happened. Like, right, right, right. So yeah, it's it, malls are a weird thing. I wonder if they will be around in fifty years. No. Yeah, the only places I see I'm... them are like big cities, which may, it would make actually it doesn't even make sense in big cities. Um, but like I see like L.A., New York, Miami, Atlanta. I see like bigger cities having them, but from from people just aren't going to them anymore. Unfortunately, they're not sustainable. Yeah. Wow, how did we? Where? Are we? <laughs> uh, so welcome, this. welcome to the uh, the Oscars meets Urban Decay podcast. Uh, right. Oh yeah, we were talking about the hunt. Uh, yeah, and somehow, <laughs> okay. somehow we wound up on uh, there are no more Sears. So. <laughs> exactly. Rest in peace, Sears. Man. <laughs> oh man, uh, it's a shame. So Owen Wilson is going to be on the Loki show. <laughs> yeah. Okay. <laughs> no, I have no segue. So who do you think he's going to be on Loki? I have no idea. He's got to be like Balder the Brave. Yeah. In like the most weird way possible, though. What if he's Loki? If he's another version of Loki, I may cry. (laughs) What if he's Thor? If he's another (laughs) version of... What if he's an annoying version of Thor? (laughs) People who saw the Dark World... People who saw Thor the Dark World may say that already exists. Yeah, that's true. I don't know. I was just thinking. I was like, what, what, who would he play? He could literally be anybody. Yeah. But you're right. He's probably some. 
I think it'd be funny if he was Loki. <laughs> like, what, what, wasn't it in Thor 3 where, like, they did a play? And yeah. it was... And Matt Damon was Loki. <laughs> that's... A, that's a, that'd be great, something like that. Yeah. But, um, anyway. Uh, yeah, Sam Neill was Odin. Right. Oh, right. It's wild that we got Thor three that it was in it. And that's and that's like we got Sam Neill and Matt Damon to be in Thor three without telling anyone. <laughs> yeah. It's the man, like huh. let these directors take some risks. Oh man. I just I don't know. Um so this next thing, One Piece, live action series going to Netflix. Have you ever seen One Piece? I haven't. No, uh, largely because it's an anime with it's it's one of those that has like six million episodes. So I'm like, I don't like I'm, I know most of them are going to be filler and I can't get into any like when I see an anime that has like 800 episodes, I'm just like, I, I don't. I just I just kind of walk away. Even if it's amazing, I just kind of walk away. I'm like, I don't. Did you, did you ever start My Hero Academy or Academia? Academia. I, Academia. I did. And I think I got through like the first season. Was that okay. like the first twenty or some episodes? That first arc, yes. Uh, but I never got past that. Like I just kind of stopped after that and just never got back around to it. We were gonna do the anime thing. I think we should totally still do that with my hero. Yeah, could do that. I I think we could we could latch on. T- That's not big enough to like where it's got a, a hundred million episodes. Yeah. Where if we if we can nail down a time where we can watch like three or four and do that. I think that would be so cool. Yeah. Cause that's, it's, it's like you said, that's not one. Cause I mean, you know, something like even something like Pokemon, Pokemon's had what 600 episodes or something ridiculous. Yeah. Like it's, it's nuts. And I think it'd make it more fun to like, okay, we, we knock out a few and then we can talk about it and dive into them. Right. Um, it would, I, I think we could do that. So maybe we should talk about that. And, uh, and figure that out. Uh, I don't think we'd start over, right? We, I guess we'd start with season two or we what, could, whatever. What, we could, yeah, figure. W- start over or start with season two? We, I, I think we just start with season two. I think that'd probably be okay. the best way to do it. Yeah, yeah. Let's. And it doesn't even have to be that long. Like, we could do, like, short, short episodes. You know, it doesn't have to be, like, two hours long or anything like that. But uh, just to, just to kind of dive through it and make it just, I don't know. I just, I just think that would be fun. No, definitely, and it would it would give an incentive to to watch it and to stay focused. Yeah, cool. Uh, you know, we start not... start with that and see how it goes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like what three episodes? Yeah, I think that sounds each? fair. Yeah, I, I think that would be cool. Cool, cool, cool. Let's do that. Um. Uh. So yeah, One Piece. Uh. I never saw the other one. The the other anime that live action. The the Death Note on uh, Netflix. It's it did it, skip it. Yeah, yeah. The the that's that's one that I did watch uh, the the anime of because it's a limited. It's like hey, it's like forty or whatever episodes. And it's like oh, that I can do. Yeah, uh, and I did that, and it was really good. And I didn't hate the uh, Netflix version. I wasn't crazy about it. Yeah. Um, but I didn't I didn't hate it. But I mean, Netflix yeah. is doing. They're doing. Uh, they're still doing Cowboy Bebop. Now they're doing One Piece. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's it's basically like the only one they haven't done yet. So. And they're doing uh, Avatar. Oh yeah, I forgot about that. Yeah. Yeah. The last Airbender. Yeah. 
which is neat. Which I guess is an anime, but I mean, it's not I feel like it's in the conversation. It's 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 and it is anime-ish. It's very much like somebody was like, "Hey, what if we did this but like western?" Yes. style. It's a very western it's a oh, I'm trying to think of how to do this. It's 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 honestly like a Nickelodeon anime. Yes. That's the best way I can put it. it it's a it's an anime gateway drug for a lot of people of that generation. I think. I that's fair. I think that's very yeah. fair. I think Dragon Ball Z was probably for our generation. Uh, is what like got every like a lot of kids our age uh into it, and I think Avatar was right after that. Yeah, uh, where, it's where it kids is. Kids saw kids saw that and they were like, yeah, let's jump into it. Yeah. Um, which we is were, cool. Yeah, we were the Dragon Ball Sailor Moon generation. And yeah. you know, after us was very much the uh, uh, the the Avatar and uh, oh, I know there's one that I'm trying to think of that I can't think of. There were ones before, it's like there was a Gundam, um, uh, that one that just came. There was like what Akira Trigun. I even think Cowboy Bebop was before us. Cow- Cowboy Bebop was actually around the same time as us. Cowboy Bebop, really? Cowboy Bebop ran on Toonami with with Dragon Ball and Sailor Moon. Oh wow! That's, yeah. I keep forgetting Dragon Ball and Dragon Ball Z were like eighties, but we saw it in the nineties. Yeah. Um, yeah, Dragon right, Ball especially. Right. Z Z was concurrent with us, I think. But Dragon, yeah, Dragon Ball was before us. That's right. That's right. Um, yeah, no, you're absolutely right. Cowboy Bebop was 1998. Too. So you're absolutely right. I guess yeah. for whatever reason, in my head, I was thinking it was more 80s, but that just might be because of the art style. It, it's very much the art style. I mean, Akira, yeah. Akira was very 80s um, because yeah. it was, but um, right. Akira was one of those like that was you can kind of break anime down by not so much generations in terms of like kids. But I look at at there's like sibling generation gaps when it comes to anime. Like Akira is our older brothers. We're Dragon Ball Z. Uh, right. Avatar is more like our our younger brothers yes. and sisters. That kind of deal. Oh yeah, absolutely. And I'll still watch anything Dragon Ball Z that comes out. Like I never finished Super, but I I never started really with super and maybe we do that after (laughs) that's that's one because that's one like i keep hearing about i keep hearing about and i'm like i know i'll get there and i will get there eventually yeah well we'll see how we do with uh my hero and see if that's something we want to do it's 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 just because i don't do subbed well i just don't i am a dubbed guy like i I oh yeah i need my anime dubbed Oh well, I spe- yeah, I, 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 me too, absolutely, and I think it, it works well, especially with animation. Um, I think live action, I do like subtitled more, but I've been watching Dragon Ball Z dubbed since the beginning, so it never bothered me. When I tried to do um, a few other different animes subtitled, I just felt like I was reading, like like you said, like you just you you're trying to go through the episodes and you're like at five or six and I'm just like, no, I need this dubbed. Yeah. But, um, but yeah. So anyway, that's cool. What else we got from Netflix? Uh, Castlevania season three. Hell yeah. I didn't Finally. see season two. Oh, you have to watch season two. I saw season one, but not season two. Gotta watch season two. Season two. So good. Yeah. Check that out. 
Um, but yeah, it's coming uh, March 5th, so it's just going to be in a couple weeks. Very excited. Cool. Um, and in the last little bit of Disney Plus news, uh, Josh Peck is going to star in the Turner and Hooch reboot. <laughs> okay. Uh, he's going to be, ter- uh, Turner is going to be a U.S. Marshal this time instead of uh, whatever police department he was with before. Yeah. So like Hooch's dog? Hooch is, yep, Hooch is a dog. No, I meant is it going to be Hooch's puppy? I don't think it's going to be connected. Oh, it's like a completely remake. Gotcha. Okay. Yeah, I don't. I don't think they're going to be. No, this you... is like a sequel. No, I doubt it. Gotcha. Okay. I doubt it. Okay. But... Did the dog talk in Turner and Hooch? No, no, he's just a dog. Okay, I forgot. No, they right. they didn't go crazy with it. It was just it was just hey, Tom Hanks found the dog. Yeah, <laughs> uh, that was that was one of my favorite bits from the the interview he did uh, on the Nerdist, where uh, he he loved he he loves when people come up to him and talk about you know some of the things that aren't like Forrest Gump or Saving Private Ryan, and uh, he's he got he said he got a letter once uh, that uh, was talking about Turner and Hooch. <laughs> and uh, he says, dear Mr. Hanks, he says, I, I was flipping through TV the other day and I saw Turner and Hooch was on. And I'm sure Hooch is dead by now, but I just want you to know I, I really love that movie. <laughs> <laughs> and it's just like that's about as honest a, a sentiment as you can get, really. <laughs> like, you, th- you think anyone sends him letters about mazes and monsters? I, not serious ones, no. <laughs> <laughs> Man. Uh, yeah, that was wasn't a movie. that like a propaganda movie about was, how Dungeons and Dragons was bad? Because it was riding that wave of when there was that hysteria in the eighties. Dungeons and Dragons is Satan, and your kids are gonna be right. evil, and they're all gonna die, and this is terrible. Kill homeless man like in the movie. <laughs> yeah, it's just like yeah. life, hey, it's nonsense. Yeah. But you know, what are you gonna do? Man, we were stupid. Humanity has been stupid for a very long time. I was I was gonna say were. <laughs> yeah, like what, it were? just seems like it just seems like uh, oh yeah, we can never catch it while it's happening. <laughs> it seems like, or at least some people do, but they're called stupid. And then years later, they're like, oh wait, no, yeah, we were we got that wrong. You mean you mean the Earth isn't flat? Like right, really? exactly. Quick, somebody tell AJ Styles. <laughs> oh man, that guy. Yeah. Who do you think's going to uh, the Blood Bowl this year? Who do you think's getting on that flight? Can't I... be AJ Styles. He's got a way out now because he's injured. <laughs> no, he's there. He's going to be there. No, he's injured. There's no, no way he could be there. He's he's there competing for the. Oh, oh, do I have to pull this up? Because wait, is this happening like now? Oh no, it's in uh, Thursday. It's two weeks. It's two weeks from Thursday. Oh, so I keep going the Blood Bowl, but what's the real name of it? What's, uh, Super what's Super Showdown, WWE Super Showdown. Oh yeah, no, there is a. I'm trying to find the actual name of the thing. Um, it's a gauntlet match. It's for the To Wake Trophy, which I have no idea what that is. It's it's a gauntlet match. It's Andrade oh, versus AJ Styles versus Bobby Lashley versus Eric Rowan versus Rusev versus r Truth. Oh boy. Yeah. Oh boy! Brock Lesnar is going to dismember Ricochet. Roman Reigns and Baron Corbin have another match. Goldberg versus Bray Wyatt, um, and the New Day versus uh, Morrison and the Miz. Oh man! Yeah, Xavier Woods is still injured though. I guess it's the other two guys. 
Um, did you see Greg Miller on I, that I, stage? I did. His promo did run a little long. <laughs> Man, poor Xavier Woods. I saw he's left social media for a little bit. Oh, is he taking a break? Did something happen, or is he just taking He's a little off? bummed that he can't wrestle. Fair enough. That's the way he put it. He was just like, I'm not in a good head space because he's like, it, he's like, I don't want to put words in his mouth. But he was basically saying like, um, I, uh, I've been trying to keep busy and I have been keeping crazy busy, but like it really hit him that he's not doing the thing that he loves right now. And so like he needed to take a break. That's fair. I respect that. That's fair. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> what is this? The crooked commissioner Xavier Woods gives Greg Miller back the kind of funny world champion. What is this? Oh, 11 months ago. I'm like, wait, is that recent? <laughs> no, no, that was a while back. Right, right. The crooked commission. Oh, man. I hope they do more stuff together. I was hoping that, well, I guess he's in Atlanta there in San Francisco, but if that he is out for a little bit, I would love to see him mix it up with that world, with Giant Bomb, with kind of funny Rooster Teeth. Um, I feel like he could thrive in that stuff with his, you know, with his up, up, down, down. Yeah. Um, so hopefully he gets, hopefully his head gets in a better place soon. Cause I love me some Xavier Woods. Uh, I love that Greg Miller got to do that. I thought that was really cool. It was cool to see those worlds combined yeah. collide. Um, and it's, it's, it's weird now to think that like he was on that and now you have, the, the, the giant bomb always calls Dan Reichert the professional wrestler. The, oh no, the WWE superstar Dan Reichert. <laughs> I, you don't listen to giant bomb stuff anymore, do you? No, I never really did. Oh, dude, I love their stuff. I I feel like I could go years without playing video games, but I would still listen to them. That's fair. Because their personalities are so good. The East Coast, the West Coast, and he was on the he was on the West Coast for a while. Then he went to the East Coast, so it's called the Beast Cast. And so anytime he calls in, like some guy wrote it in about um, the Mario Party, and that's kind of his thing. Is he does he's obsessed with Mario Party, and everyone else on the staff hates it, but he makes them play it. Okay. So. Uh, Someone wrote in about Mario Party or whatever, and so they they got WWE superstar Dan Riker on the phone, and then they start to kind of like try to ask him questions about like the next uh, uh, the next 2K game, and he goes, ah, "I'm all out of time. <laughs> I will see you guys later." So I don't know. It's funny. It's it's it's. it's I don't know. Sorry, didn't mean to go on a sidetrack about Dan Riker. <laughs> It's, it, hey, if we're we're nothing if not consistent about the fact that we cannot stay on topic ever. Yeah, exactly. Uh, but that was wild to see. Anyway, WWE. Um, yeah, that'll. Uh, I don't know. But yeah. I think I've come around to the last pay per view. I think you're right about almost everything you were talking about with the Royal Rumble. Royal Rumble, and I think I was just being too. Uh, uh, What's the word? Um, I don't know. I was just being super cynical about the whole thing. Yeah. No, that's I think fair. you're – looking back, I think it was a really good Royal Rumble. It, it was. It, it worked really well. I wasn't – like Lesnar being dominant for literally half of it is not my favorite thing. That's what made – that's – I think I, I took that and I just like it, – it like ruined the dinner. That's fair. If that made sense. Yeah. And, and and so looking back, I'm like, you know what? Actually, it was a really good dinner. Probably would have done without those peas on the side. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. yeah. 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. But so. no, because it's overall, it it really was a good show, and the rumble made sense. The booking choices that they made there really did make sense. Right, right. They may not have been everybody's favorite. God knows they were not my favorite. But yeah. the things that they did made sense by the end of it. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. That's cool. So where were we? Okay, video games. Video games. Uh, yeah, we have the uh the PlayStation Plus games this month. Mm-hmm. Uh, The Sims Four because The Sims has been around for twenty years now. Yeah, people love it. How to make you feel old? Yep. Uh, Firewall Zero Hour, which is a PSVR game, mm-hmm. which we haven't had as a PS Plus game in a long time. Yeah. Uh, and uh, Bioshock the Collection. Oh yeah. Which... I think the 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 P, the real fast the PSVR. I think moving and transitioning to PlayStation Five, we will see like two PlayStation Four games, a PlayStation Five game, and a PSVR game. It's kind of like replacing the Vita. I think it's it's going to be a five game and a four game. And five game and four game. What do you mean for for PlayStation Now? It's going to be oh one yeah. one. Gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. It's going to be a five and a four and a VR. I think they're going to be fairly okay. even stacked. You're right. Yeah, I don't know what I was thinking with two PlayStation. Did they used to have two PlayStation three games? Maybe it, I'm misremembering. I think it, you're absolutely right. It was usually like a PS4 game or two, a a low budget PS3 game, and like a and like two Vita games that were also crossplay. Gotcha. Okay. That was it. Like most of this stuff, like that was where the PS3 games came from, where they were like Vita games that were crossplay capable. I think there will be high. I think when the PlayStation 5 comes out, I think the PlayStation 4 games will be like eventually God of War and stuff like that. Every once in a while, I think every once in a while you're going to get an Uncharted 4. Oh yeah. Oh no question. I mean, God yeah. of War is on PlayStation now. Right, right, right. I, I think that, and we're we're hitting that that point in video games. I think, and I guess people thought this for generations, but I really think we're hitting that plateau where the games are going to look the same, but just feel different. They're gonna, the, it's gonna be a fat, higher frame rate and loading screen and stuff like that. Right. I think the PlayStation Four games are gonna look so good still on PlayStation Five. Oh no, I agree. Yeah, yeah. Absolutely. So it, it, these are gonna be really great. Oh yeah, I, man! I can't wait. I can't wait for the next gen. I'm excited about Xbox again. I want to see the new Halo. I'm, I'm pumped. Yeah, no, I'm I'm stoked. It'll be fun to see where that goes. Yeah, um, and I'm waiting for that price point, man. I, I wasn't rumor had it that Sony was gonna have a thing in February, an announcement for maybe? for all of this. Uh, I don't know. I guess we'll find out. Yeah, well, but, uh, I, you would think they would have sent out invitations sooner it's already the 11th that's the only problem i see having with it yeah they they gotta let these companies know like weeks ahead of time to hey get on a flight to san francisco for our show <laughs> i don't know well, it's hard to tell anymore you know? yeah but i don't know we'll find out i i actually think we're gonna hear from xbox first yeah well, see, I, I thought the next thing we were going to hear from Xbox would be E3. I, Maybe, I, I figured they... it was going to be Xbox kind of going, hey, here we are. This is what it looks like. We didn't get a price. Yeah. Then I thought the next I, – I think that's what Sony's waiting for. They're waiting for that price. I think so. I Every think rumor so. thing that I've looked at, and again, they're all just rumors, is that Sony has the one terabyte 
SSD drive in it, and they're waiting to find out what Xbox is putting in it and the price point because I would love it if they put the two terabyte in there for SSD and sold it at a cost, knowing that it's Sony. They're going to make a shit ton of money back. Yeah. But I'm fearing that it's going to be either one terabyte or if they do two, it's going to be too much money. It would have to be. I mean, a two terabyte solid drive is... is It'd be north of $600. Easy yeah. for that. Or and maybe that's... they do two models. Maybe they do the one terabyte, two terabyte, and the one the one model is 500 and the other one's way higher. I don't know. I could I could see that. I could see a five I could see two SKUs. I could see a five and a six hundred. I love it to be four hundred. I don't know how they would do that on Earth, but with with everything they're talking about putting in it. Yeah, because um, the tech is not I mean, you know, in three years that tech price point will make sense, but that's in three sure. years. Exactly. They're talking about ray tracing and all this, like you couldn't build a computer for under five hundred in your wildest dreams with what they're saying they're putting in it. Yeah. Yeah. The the SSD drive alone is it at least a hundred dollars the ssd yeah for the terabyte um yeah i don't know it, it it's 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 wild i can't wait to see and also nintendo i want to see what their this this rumored pro they, they got to do something now that these two new consoles are coming out I, yes and no like yeah, do you do a switch two or do you do a pro what do you, I think what would you just you do, do a pro. if you were mr nintendo yeah i would i would just do an upgrade i i would just do do a pro I'm, like, or I'm... do you go the Apple route with this at this point? Do you go, hey, you're in our ecosystem. If you got the Pro, it is a significantly higher console. You can play your older games on it, but there might be some newer games for just the system alone. No. You no. don't go that route? I don't think so, no. So you just make it a Pro? I think so, yeah. But then how, like, who does who do the, who do the, the, the studios make the games for? For both? What do you mean? Like, that's the problem with releasing a pro, is that now, if you're making the next Pokemon game, you're making it for the regular system, not the pro. So when the pro gets it, it, it might look sh nicer on a nice screen, and the RAM inside of the screen might be better, but you're still making a game based on a system that is five years old i i don't think the switch is gonna get any prettier as like from oh, a handheld totally. standpoint I, every time i look at the screen of the switch i'm like god damn this should be an oled screen my vita's oled my iphone's oled it is just night and day different with the switch's screen yeah fair enough just... and, and and i'm not saying it needs to be an oled screen but it's those are some of the things that a handheld system, I think, would just be. I just, for example, I, 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 the problem with the Switch I see having, especially with third party, is they're able to get away with it right now with putting Doom on it and Witcher, which is insane, but it's also running very fantastically. But going into next gen, that's going to be impossible. You're not going to be able to have the same experience with PlayStation 5 and Xbox whatever games on the switch if that makes sense right i mean it's basically always been nintendo's problem is ports are substandard because the hardware is substandard i mean and it's the... substandard now it's going to be crazy substandard then so personally me i i don't i don't know what i would do because the switch is doing great i think you just continue to improve on the switch i think the switch is a proven concept and if it ain't broke don't fix it i just don't see people outside of nintendo first i, I guess 
it's going to be an indie machine. That's I guess where it thrives. Yeah. And I'm not, I'm not, I'm not hating on that. That's where I, that's most of my games on the switch are indie games because one, they're cheaper. I, I feel like my switch library is huge, but a lot of them are five, $10 games, 15 bucks. Um, I have a ton of party games on there that I play with my friend and her kids. Um, like ultimate chicken horse. I think I've talked about on here before. It's such a fun little indie game and it was $5 Yeah, on sale. So, um, I don't know. I, I'm just curious. I'm curious what Nintendo does next. If they do a, cause the Wii, the Wii U was a Wii two. I'm wondering if they do that again with switch the, the or Wii, if... the Wii U was a Wii point five. Let's be honest. Okay. So I guess that's what I'm saying is, do you make a switch two? Do you, or do you, cause I, I, to me, the switch is everything I've wanted from Nintendo because I've always said this. I'm on their mobile side. I've always loved their handhelds more, and I know I'm the outlier on that. I know most people like their consoles. They think of the Super Nintendo, the Nintendo 64, the GameCube, the Wii. I've always loved the Game Boy, the Game Boy Advance, the DS. Like The mobile games have always been – I've loved them more. And so when they did this with the Switch – it was it was perfect for me, so I'm curious if they continue down that road and make yeah. it a hybrid console. I it it will be interesting to see just what they do. Yeah, or if they do Switch Two, which is handheld, and then something else for console. I don't know. I, that would no, act, I, I, that I probably think, be too confusing. Yeah, I don't think you split it. I think if you go <laughs> back to splitting it, it's it's just gonna be bad. That's true. That's true. Or do you can bring back the Game Boy name? I don't know. I don't know. I, I'm just curious what Nintendo's going to do next. Yeah. I, lo- I love what they're doing so far. Animal Crossing comes out pretty soon. It's uh, next month, right? Yeah, yeah, definitely. So, anyway, where were we? Uh, oh, yeah, the third game that we didn't talk about. Uh, yeah, by, uh, well, yeah, we mentioned The Sims. Uh, oh, no, <laughs> the Bioshock. Oh, Bioshock the Collection, yeah. <laughs> yes, yeah. So, have you played Bioshock Collection? Oh, yeah. Oh yeah. See, that was a series I only played like a couple hours of the first and third, but I downloaded the other day. I definitely gonna play through this probably one Sunday or you know start it. Right. Uh, but yeah, I definitely want to go through that collection. Worth worth the worth the price of worth the non-existent price of admission for sure. Exactly. This is a game where I want to shut all the lights off, play it at midnight. Yep. And uh, and go through it. So one one is very creepy. Two two is okay. Two right. is one of those that gets a lot of crap be- just because it's not as good as the first one. It's right. decent, it's fine, but right. it's not amazing. Mm-hmm. But that's not itself the end of the world. Yeah. Um. And three, three is is fantastic. Three is great. Yeah. Cool. But definitely <laughs> worth it. Uh, PS Now games for this month. Uh, they've added the Evil Within. Very cool. Lego Worlds, okay, and Cities Skylines, so cool. Um, Xbox Games with Gold for this month were announced. Uh, they have a motorcycle game, TT Isle of Man, for the entire month. Um, they have Call of Cthulhu, which runs from February sixteenth to March fifth. Uh, they have Fable Heroes as one of the, I, I think this is one of the backwards compatible games. Um, runs from the okay. first, runs from the first through the fifteenth. So if you want that, go get it now. Um, cool. And uh, from the 16th to the 29th is the original Star Wars Battlefront. Cool. But so yeah, if that's your thing, um, a couple of the Bioware. De- we've got some. We've got a couple pieces of Bioware news. Um, 
couple of the original devs, uh, James Olin, who worked on KOTOR, and uh, Chad Robertson, who was one of the like the pipeline kind of software engineers, if I remember right. Like one of the guys made sure everything ran smooth in terms of transferring within the studio. One of the, the uh, pipeline technicians, I think. Mm-hmm. Um, are heading up a new studio called Archetype Entertainment uh, from Wizards of the Coast. <laughs> All places. Yeah. So, more Dungeons & Dragons games on the horizon. Yes, absolutely. Uh, which means they will not be around for this revamp of Anthem. Did you read the post that Bioware put up? Like, yes. their blog post? They basically, I, my favorite line was basically where they didn't just throw EA and the deadlines that they had set and the way they had run this. They didn't just throw that under the bus. They then backed the bus over it, parked it on them, and got off to go drink at a bar. <laughs> I guess I didn't read the article, but I did see I, I did see what you're talking about. The, the post, the, the blog post is very like, we hear you, we understand, we're going to be working on this. They talk about... They're not going to do seasons anymore. There's going to be new content, but their main focus is going to be on this revamp. It's going to be like Destiny all over again, um, where it was like, hey, the first build did not work. We need to, you know, start over, essentially. And there is a line in their post where they talk about, yeah, we really would have loved to have been able to make a game the first time, but we weren't able to. Right. And it's... here's. It's very not a veiled, like, EA made us push this yeah. out before we felt it was ready. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Totally. Yeah. It's it, the, Here's the thing, though. What do you do? D- to me, you kill this game. I disagree. Uh, and I think that, and I guess it makes sense that they want, for greed, they want to get money out of it for the work that they put in. But I totally get that. But... I, I don't know. This is, to me, this is one of the problems with games as a service is that when they fail, they're not allowed to just die and move on to the next project. It's like they came out there with this 10-year-long plan waving their dicks like their destiny, and it didn't just fail. Like It was abysmal. Like You can go get this game for like $3 at Walmart. Yeah. Fail. And, and the problem is, is now they're they're hoistering it up like it's weakened to Bernie's. We're going to bring it back. It's not dead yet, guys. Stick with us. And it, I would much rather them put their focus on anything else. Dragon Age. Move some of their team to Dragon Age. Hell, a KOTOR or something else. No one plays Anthem. No one was excited about Anthem. They lied about Anthem from the beginning. Um... I, and I, 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 you know, maybe I'm speaking on a turn because I'm not a fan of the game. I'm sure there are people out there that that like the game and that feel burned out because they already bought it with this promise. But maybe we shouldn't promise this stuff anymore. Uh, like I, uh, maybe these studios should focus on the first year, not 10 years. I don't know. I, I, I just when I see this, I'm just like, that's great. That's good for them. But bio, like bio, man, just bio. Looking at Bioware, looking at Blizzard, looking at Bethesda, like how these companies have fallen. It's insane. Yeah, fair Blizzard enough. can't even put out a remake of the game that saved their company, and it and it be even remotely a success. It's not like they 
down what, what that website they the they it's like point five or something crazy low yeah uh and and it's not just like an entitled gamer thing it was like they actively lied to the consumer and said here's what you're getting they had the trailer on the website till just a few days ago well after the launch of basically saying here's the game we're giving you and then when people loaded it up they go oh shit it says on the website there's four hours of of new uh cutscenes and there's two cutscenes that they they read it the <laughs> four minutes and it's it i don't know i i just see these companies and blizzard because of activision and anthem because of ea like there's a pattern here that's and that's where my that's where my argument in this lies because i'm on bioware's side i want them to succeed because i feel like they did have a vision well, here's the thing. Real fast, the, the this is this is what happened with Destiny, but they got away from Activision. Bioware did not get away from EA. They're still live. They're still at their house. They are, but but I mean, you know, they were still. Destiny was still an Activision property when it was remade, though. Yeah, absolutely. But they haven't had a chance really to to show what's next yet. Um, they they did they the first out of the gate was go all right base game's free um and the only thing you have to pay for now is the expansion and now we're gonna have seasons they, they retooled most of how you level up in that game um it's still a lot of bullshit uh but it's not it it was i don't know it, it was way more accessible uh now than it was then i guess yeah uh, to, to, to me it's like Destiny's a success story compared to this, though. This, and 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 a success story. I'm saying in quotes, and I know no one can see, but but at the at the same time, though, it's still one of those like Destiny was a problem from the beginning. Right. It had problem after problem after problem after problem, and it all ties into the, what we're talking about with this, where the studio is getting involved. And I mean, when they pushed Destiny out, it didn't even have like a main story. Like it was all bullshit. Yeah. Um, and that's the problem with Anthem. And that's one of the things from this thing is they didn't talk about the story once. They did though. I didn't. Maybe I didn't read the right article. They they read go go find the actual post that Bioware put up. Yeah, and they I didn't do. see anything about them going back and. They do address the it. They do. I'll 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 pull this thing up. But Perfect. that's yeah. that's what I mean. Like this is Bioware saying, look, we made a game. We had a vision. We had an idea. And we were not allowed to do this thing. Mm -hmm. So we are going to fix this. We are going to to revamp this. We are going to to make this game the way we wanted to make it. Uh, one year ago, we were preparing to launch Anthem, blah, blah, blah. Exhilarating, terrifying experience. Been a thrill for us to see the creativity in our players. Uh, proud of the work this team has put in the game. So much more we and you would have wanted from it. The team has worked hard to improve stability, performance, blah, blah, blah. Heard feedback. Anthem needs more satisfying loot experience, better long-term progression, and a more fulfilling endgame. Still more endgame. fundamental work to be done. Uh, will require a more substantial reinvention than an update or expansion. Coming months, we'll be focusing on a longer-term redesign of the experience, specifically working to reinvent the core gameplay with clear goals, motivating challenges, and progression with meaningful rewards. To do that properly, we'll be doing something we'd like to have done more of the first time around, give a focused team the time to test and iterate, focusing on gameplay first. 
See, they didn't mention story at all. All of that is gameplay and mechanics, but not one time did they mention anything about the universe, the story, what's what's supposed to get you in. I get the mechanics and, and gameplay is 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 key. That's the thing that's going to keep people staying. But not one time did they mention what I think Bioware is great at is telling a good story. I mean, fair enough, I guess. And that that that's the troubling thing. Uh, about that Uh, again i don't think i read the right article but i remember seeing like a tweet or something and i'm like i don't see them they're basically just saying we're we're revamping how you're going to play this game not what the game is and and the story the story in it the lore the that when i saw the trailer i was like oh shit this looks like iron man like this looks neat well and it was nothing it was just so just it was just came out limp (laughs) it was just uh just dumb um and i don't know i I just I, I'm torn with this. I, I, I totally I, I agree with you, actually, that I want Bioware to make this uh, um, a comeback story, kind of like what was the studio that did? Uh, oh, fuck. What was that PlayStation game? That was not only just a PlayStation game, but it came out on everything else. Uh, no, No Man's Sky. Yes. Yes. Like, yeah. I want this totally to be a No Man's Sky, but I don't know how you do that with Anthem. What do you even? What is even Anthem except for flying around to random little points? And I just I I want to I want to give Bioware the benefit of the doubt because they're Bioware. I have faith in Bioware. I have no faith in EA at all. I I yeah. I just I see this as a uh, a wasted. Just uh, I I'd rather them focus on a. I want them to go back to a single player story. I guess I, uh, I agree with you. And I I feel like this is just a waste of money and time. And it's a great idea and it's nice. It's like, I like that they said that, but I just, I feel like this is, is Bioware saying that they saying they had a vision for this game and damn it, they're going to see this vision. This is about people who created something and for whatever reason it was taken away from them. And so they I, I, want this. They they they're not satisfied with what's happened with their vision. So they're going to fix it. I hope I ate my words. I hope in a year from now we both own the game and play it. But I don't see that happening. I, it would I, be I'm, nice. I'm, I'm, I'm I want Dragon Age. Like I'm cramming for that. Yeah. But I'm not for this. Oh, and then the, we we just heard word about Kotor and thoughts of that coming back and how exciting that is. And for the love of God, I would rather Bioware. Be like, you know what? Anthem didn't work. Yeah. Let's let's let it die and let's move on to something people are excited for because I want people to be excited for Bioware again. And, and holding on to this, I don't know. Did you see also that um, the uh, what's his name from um, Xbox went to Blizzard? I did. Um, yeah, I saw that. I can't remember his name offhand, but yeah. Rod Ferguson. He was the guy that was in charge of the Gears uh, stuff. Uh, I guess he's been known as like a fixer for the game industry. And he's going on to join and oversee the Diablo franchise, uh, which is good news. I mean, Blizzard's been a trash fire for so many reasons. <laughs> for, for the, it's just, it, I'm just, man, if you can't tell the last 10 minutes, I'm just so beaten. I feel beaten <laughs> because I'm watching these, these uh, companies that make games that I've loved for so long just become just, just trash fires. Yeah, but they'll come. It, Bioware will come back. Blizzard will come back. It will take time. I hope, but they will come back. 
I hope I want them all to. I want Bethesda to be great. I want I want all of these companies to be fantastic Bethesda. and to but the the but there is the pro it's just it's I get it, they want to make money like we uh, you know, uh capitalism well, like well, what can you do uh, yeah. but uh, <laughs> but at the same time like i wish they still had some bit of art to them that made them like the like the the people playing the game should come first and not their wallets and i think unfortunately these companies have totally lost sight of that um and it, it sucks when you see people like you know medicine and them just leave and it's like we need you like <laughs> this is when we need you the most but i don't know we'll see uh uh, this is where I guess I should say play more indie games, <laughs> like because that's where you can get that kind of stuff. I, that's fair. Yeah. Yeah. That that's where you get that kind of art still, where it's not trying to. It's wild. I don't, I don't, I don't know. I'll, I'll stop. I'll stop my rant. <laughs> yeah. But anyway, uh, where were we? PS Now games. Uh, talked about them. I think we're. I think. Oh yeah, everything. we went to Anthem. That's yeah. right. Okay. Yeah. Sorry. Uh, one question I wanted to ask you about the Xbox stuff I was thinking about. Sure. I have the Game Pass. None of these involve with the Xbox games for gold, right? Right. Two different things. Okay. That's what I thought. Because anytime I put up Game Game Pass, I'm like, I'm not getting any of these gold games. But I, I guess you have, you have to have both. Well, and you have you have both. Do I? If you get Ga- Game Pass Ultimate comes with both. So I do have it. Yeah, you should. So when I boot it up right now and I'm looking at Game Pass, so these Game pa- games... Game Pass, were... does, Game Pass as a service does not include games with gold, but your game, your membership should be Game Pass Ultimate, which includes games with gold, but it is a separate screen than Game Pass. They're two different libraries. So how do I pull up the games with gold library on my PC? That, you I don't can't, know. Right? I, I don't know about PC. I can't. I so that's for Xbox. Yes, yeah, as far as I know. So the thing I have is, if I had an Xbox, I would have these games. Yes. Gotcha. Do I have to claim them like with PlayStation? Yes. Can I do that without an Xbox? Like I, you can with PlayStation? I'm not sure. And you start doing that then. <laughs> that's that would be something to look into. Look into it and let us know. Definitely. That, yeah. that I do not. I don't have an answer for that at all. Yeah. Cool. Oh, I got two missed messages. Oh, my buddy from a long time ago. Cool. I'll hit him back. Nice. Yeah. <laughs> call, call him up. Awesome. Remember when EA games didn't suck? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Remember when Bioware uh, weren't sellouts? This is my buddy from high school. He's like, hey, fucker, call me. Oh, wow, I didn't even realize. Cool. I guess he can see I'm on- online. I didn't even know that either. <laughs> Xbox is wild. <laughs> yeah, it is. Cool. I didn't even know it had a built-in chat with the uh with the game pass stuff but yeah it's social tool right there so that's cool i i did i i was friends with, like two people on xbox that's cool that would have been i guess it's funny he probably was like whoa i haven't seen this guy in a while yeah <laughs> what's he doing playing halo <laughs> yeah. probably probably playing halo yep <laughs> cool 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 um i think that's it do we have we have any other news no i think that covers it cool man well hey we'll be back next week um uh maybe we well let's talk about the uh what we're gonna do with um my hero do you want to watch three episodes i i will i will try i'm i'm going to daytona this week so i so i got a long long trip ahead of me you know what no we won't do that then you have fun um 
we'll we'll be back next week. Or we yeah, wait, wait, when are you coming back? I'll be back. I'll be back in time to do one next week, but I won't really have done anything. So maybe we'll just go ahead and plan for next week off. Okay, yeah, we'll just do that, and then we'll talk, see if maybe you want to do some episodes after that. Uh, but yeah, enjoy yourself. We'll take a week off. We'll be back after that, um, and we'll have a ton to talk about. I promise you I will get out of the world of Azeroth at some point. <laughs> it's got its grips in me, those pandas and those oh, – man, dude, I just went to Megacon real fast. I just went to Megacon, which is basically a Mad Max island, and all of these gnomes have – tried to get rid of the the curse of flesh so they basically put mechanical arms and sorry i'll stop but it, it's been a fucking blast and they're all looney tunes and it's so good it's so it's it, i love this game but anyway sorry sorry we'll stop talking about that um we'll be back in two weeks um and yeah we'll have a lot ton more to talk about we'll, uh, we'll definitely both finish parasite probably watch some my hero academia um, and we'll get into that. So again, make sure you go to um, our Facebook, We Geek Podcast, Twitter at We Geek Podcast, at the Logan Witt, at Adam Eastep. Um, uh, email address, We Geek Podcast at gmail.com. We are on Spotify. We are on uh, YouTube. We are on uh, everything Apple, Android Podcast. We'll see you next week, Captain. Captain.